Man, I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad you responded to the bat signal. Yes, of course, Commissioner. What's the problem? Well, all of a sudden, Gotham City's very dark all the time. It's always nighttime. Some vile devil has blocked out the sun, and I swear by all of heaven that I will discover the culprit, Commissioner. Also, explain this. How is it that my regular suit has now turned into black leather? I think it's very slimming on you, sir. I suddenly feel like I need to fall out this window, Batman. What's going on? Commissioner, no! I'm going anyway. Goodbye! Eat floor. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Late Seating. I'm Jason Harding. And I'm Steve Shives. And I'm Matt Harding. And on a very special Late Seating, we're, re- we're reviewing Batman Returns because my brother... Is a Batman writer now. Isn't that right? You're a Batman writer. As of this week, yeah, official. As of this week, he's written uh, a story in, what is it? Batman uh, Brave and 10. the Bold. Number, number 10. 10. What's, the name of your, what's the name of your story? It's called The Nameless. The Nameless. So go go find it and go read it. Get it. Get it. <laughs> buy it. But, yeah, buy it. Don't, don't like, steal the little kids. That's bad. Don't steal bad. it. Batman wouldn't like that. <laughs> you stole it from a little kid. It is ironic stealing a stealing don't, a story about a, a little about kid's a parents and steal his comic book just because they definitely wouldn't like that. No, but, no, Batman would hate that. He would hate it. If but you killed if, if you killed a child's parents to steal his comic book, he would disapprove. I feel like that's the worst thing you could do to get on Batman's bad side. That's right. You did get to be called a villain by Adam West with all the violent repulsion in his voice. You, you villain. villain. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we're going to be doing Batman Returns, right, guys? That is the movie yeah. that we watched. Oh, boy. Ugh. It sure is. It was the only Batman movie I had never seen. Oh, I, oh you lucked out for such a long time. This is going to be a fun show, everybody. This is everything I hate about this Batman. So whoopee. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Steve, do you have any trivia for this this stupid version of Batman? I do have. I do have some trivia. First of I know all, you I'm love glad- this movie. I know. First of all, I've I have been I have been pitching Jason to do this movie for years. For years. Um, <laughs> I had actually, I'd actually specifically pitched it to do as one of our uh, commentary tracks for Christmas because mm. it is a Christmas movie. But yeah. then, and Matt, I've always said, to, "Fuck you, I hate that." But movie. then, then Matt, yeah. you've had you had to go get a, a Batman comic published. I'll do anything that. for my brother. So shut up. Yeah. So it's all <laughs> fucked up now. We're doing well, it, but not the way it. I wanted yeah. it. So mm-hmm. fuck that. But no, but yeah, I've I've been wanting to do this movie for a long time. And yes, I do have some trivia for Batman Returns. Right. Um, <laughs> did you have... know no i'm gonna tell you yeah the gotham city sets were so massive they took up half the available space on the warner brothers lot and because they took up so much space occasionally they had to um the sets were built to be mobile so they could move them from one stage to another if they needed a particular sound stage or a particular area for something else. So they could just move the Batman set somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did this so often that Michelle Pfeiffer actually got used to regularly get lost when she would come to Warner Brother to the Warner Brothers lot to shoot Batman Returns because the set was in a completely different place <laughs> that it had been the last time she was there. So well, then they, they, they put guards they on the sets. They... 
because they made sets for Batman and then they put guards on the sets rather than rebuild ones. They reuse sets from Batman one. Mm. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Mm. Because they're cheap cocksuckers. That's why. (laughs) It's the movie business, Jason. It's the movie business. How many gallons of white, gray, and black paint did they use for the sets? Because that's the only color I ever see. As many as they needed to, 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 to realize Tim Burton's vision. No matter where you are, the zoo, the circus, whatever street you're on, everything is black, is black and gray. That's Mm. it. It's weird how like Batman is not usually thought of as like a cold related character, but three Batman movies had an ice motif in the movies themselves and in the marketing because sure, this one was because mm-hmm. of, you know, they made the pink, they, they really leaned into the winter aspects of the penguin and it's mm-hmm. set in, in around Christmas time. Mm-hmm. And then of course for Batman and Robin, they did the same thing cause it was Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze yeah. And then for Dark Knight Rises, they did the same thing. Yep. Because oh, there was yeah. like the frozen river and it was like, you know, that was like, man, we're, who would have thought that they would have done so many Batman movies where the the major visual motif was ice? <laughs> yeah, that's not really trivia. I just came up with that. The word bankrupt of ideas is one of the things that I here's, here's you know what we were just talking about the uh, the most latest the Batman. You know what I liked about that one? Yeah. What? No fucking fundraiser event. No fucking yeah, Gotham right. City event. I mean, there was a no big party with everybody it. in tuxedos, and then exactly. Batman crashes through the skylight. And yeah, and no I, villain. Well, there going, was ha, ha, ha. A, like a political campaign. It was a campaign event. thing, though. It was not yeah. a whole bunch of people. It looked like a real thing that people would go to, not yeah. some upper crust society gala, whatever, on a penthouse. <laughs> or, mm-hmm. Not like the Where thing Bruce Wayne had to slip away and yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I thought, oh wait, maybe this is the one that doesn't have it. And then we have the thing at the end, the Max Shrek Christmas, whatever. <laughs> yeah. The Maxquerade ball. Put some respect on it. The Maxquerade ball. Mm. I'm never saying that. <laughs> I'm never saying that. <laughs> um, okay, next piece of trivia. Sure. Uh, so the Batman costume was redesigned is, for is this. Rubber one. and awful. It's it was redesigned after the first movie, after the eighty nine sure. movie, and so he could turn cha- his head. Uh, no, not yet. Sorry, Michael Keaton. But Michael Keaton did get a benefit. Uh, he didn't get to turn his head, but on Michael Keaton's request, they did add a zipper to the front of it, to the crotch, so it would so be much easier for him to to mm. go pee pee mm-hmm. when he was being Batman. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like he probably shoot and say, "Batman needs to go pee pee." Batman needs to pee pee. <laughs> I feel like he probably said, look, I'm just pissing in the suit this time, guys. Either give me a zipper <laughs> and, and or just I'm like pissing with, in the fucking suit. Just like with RoboCop, if he wasn't in shot for the lower part of his body, he ain't wearing it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, if you're not going to see the lower part of Batman, why does there need to be a lower part of Batman? Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Just I'm sitting his... in the car. I'm wearing pants. That's right. <laughs> I didn't know that about RoboCop. Um, That's funny. Oh, Robocop, they, they would not put him in yeah. that full suit unless they absolutely needed to. Yeah. All the yeah. times that Which... he's in that car, he's not wearing pants. He's not wearing the lower part. He's just in his underwear. <laughs> and I'm sure Peter Weller's response was, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> thank God I don't have to wear this whole fucking thing. But now I just picture walking around Robocop on the upper half and just like naked <laughs> from the waist down to the Robocop music. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> don't skip leg day, kids. Because this is the shit that happens. 
Um, so if, if you are, you know, our age or older, you probably remember how relentlessly promoted this movie was in 1992 when it came out. And one of the things they did was they put up promotional posters in like public areas, like in train stations and subways and all that stuff. Mm. And, and, uh, something started to happen where people began to steal the posters of Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman. And, mm. uh, and every time this happened, you know, Warner brothers would have to send out a new poster so they could still have their promotion for the movie. And this happened so often that eventually in busy bus stops and train stations, um, they put the posters behind plexiglass to discourage people from stealing them and people would still steal them. They would literally smash the glass to get the Catwoman poster. So they had to have police make the Batman posters part of their regular patrol to discourage people from stealing them. And I say all this just to remind our younger listeners that this was 1992 before the internet made pornography free and plentiful, and people just really wanted to jack off to Michelle Pfeiffer that bad. You don't know that's why they were doing it. What else would they do it for? I don't know. Um, well, I think that the movie's plot was that, right? I mean, that was the the whole <laughs> movie plot. Was about how much you guys wanted to jerk off. How to about how much? You, oh man, you know who's really hot? Michelle Pfeiffer. We should make a movie <laughs> yeah. that's just no. About in the how movie itself, Pfeiffer. there are so many sexual double entendres about Catwoman. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh that's, yeah. It, I mean, she's basically reduced town. I mean, she's supposed to be oh this feminine icon, but everyone talks about how much they want to fuck her. And it's I mean, kind of literally like, okay. Yeah, the motivating me, yeah, factor for everybody mm-hmm. in that movie was that. Yeah. Yeah. Even and Alfred. When, which Batman I know Alfred. made people some made some people uncomfortable, but I mean, you know, he's he's only human. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. He sees a picture of Catwoman. He says, "Excuse me, sir," and he walks off, goes into a closet. <laughs> Just, he comes back a few minutes later, like tugging his trousers. Where's my up bat lotion, back. Alfred? Where'd my bat lotion go? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I changed your diapers, you willful little bastard! Don't you ask me these personal questions. Um, so there's a shot in the movie late in the movie where a monkey gives the penguin a note from Batman. One of my favorite scenes because the note is so, because the note is so politely phrased. It's like, I know dear dear penguin, the children regret, regret they will be unable to attend. It's how many drafts of there is that. From no, I the don't Batman. like that critical crumple throw. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Batman. I must write the perfect snarky note to the penguin. You failed, um, Dick. Signed Batman. No, that's not good. <laughs> you failed, Dick. Um, <laughs> but this was this was a really difficult shot to get because the monkey that they had to deliver the note was terrified of Danny DeVito Why in his you... penguin makeup. No shit, really. <laughs> and I've heard this story is funny. Yeah, and kept attacking Danny DeVito's testicles. Yeah. Like he would he would go into like a fear response and would and would instinctively attack and he would attack Danny DeVito's crotch. And Danny DeVito was fine because that costume was so heavily padded. Mm-hmm. But this happened over and over again until they finally sort of got the monkey used to the fact that, hey, that's just what the dude looks like, man. You're just gonna have to get over it. Get over um, it, monkey. Yeah, get over it, monkey. And also the uh the the actual note itself is written in the handwriting of Bob Kane, who of course, as everybody knows, is the oh, artist. You mean fuck him? Fuck is Bob the Kane. artist who took is the artist who took sole credit for creating Batman. Mm-hmm. Um yes. Great. Um so and there's another 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 fun story behind a shot. Uh there's the shot in uh in the penguins hideout where Catwoman uh threatens him by 
pretending to eat his pet bird. She puts her her mm. uh, yeah, his pet she bird, puts in, her a bird in her mouth. Yeah, um, that was an that was a real bird that Michelle yes, Pfeiffer actually put in her mouth, and mm. that was and that was Michelle Pfeiffer's idea. They had prop birds that they had made up available, but Michelle Pfeiffer said they all look too fake. So mm. this was a case. This wasn't a case of a of a for once of a director telling an actor to do something you know mm -hmm. dangerous. This is an actor's this was, dumb idea. This was an actor saying, "I think the fake birds look too fake for this Batman movie, <laughs> so I'm going to put the real bird in my face instead." Mm -hmm. um, from from what I understand, she she had a hell of a time filming that movie, right? So I did a little bit of you know like yeah. checking on on stuff. Yeah, but she they. She had to get sewed into that costume uh, every single oh, time. Oh, God. That costume must have been so uncomfortable. It. Yeah. Although, like, the whip work and stuff, she was actually doing that. She learned how to do it, yeah. A she lot of the whip stuff it. is actually her. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's, there was a, there was a um, uh, some behind-the-scenes footage that went viral a couple years ago from the scene where in when she's in the department store knocking the uh, the heads mm -hmm. off of the dummies with the whip. And, yeah, it's not presented as a single shot in the movie but yeah when they did that take of the wide shot she did all of that in one take by herself that's not like special effects or a stunt person that's actually michelle pfeiffer whipping those mannequin heads off uh -huh. yeah. yeah pretty cool and she had to do all those like cartwheels and stuff because for whatever reason she she didn't want to just walk anywhere she just had to cartwheel everywhere in the movie uh, yeah, there's a character thing because that's what cats do, right? They because that's what cats do. She's Catwoman. Yeah, remember cats when Catwoman was meant cat burglar? Remember when that when that when that meant that? Well, the, remember well, that? Well, this is this is different now. This is different. This is a different. No, this is a psychotic person. This is a different take. This is a different take. That's right. Um, Burton's so, take on these characters. Exactly. Sucks. I hate them. This is. I um, hate them. <laughs> two more pieces of trivia. Two more pieces of trivia. Um, Why did the Joker just everybody... jump around in a jack-in-a-box? Wouldn't that be a clever idea, <laughs> you, you fucking you, hack? You know he pitched it, but they turned him down because it was his did. first big movie. They, they said, look, we liked Pee-wee's Big Adventure and Beetlejuice, <laughs> but we can't let you have the Joker in a jack-in-a-box. I'm sorry. And no, then Batman crazy. made then Batman made all the money in the world, and he said, how about all this weird shit? And they said, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Fuck it. How about um, I do this to these characters? Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. So this is, as everybody knows, this is a sequel to 1989's Batman. Yeah. But even though it, but even though it is a sequel, Tim Burton intentionally wanted to make this movie feel like its own thing. Not well. Just let's let's part. admit one thing. Intentionally, yeah. he didn't want to do it. Well, yeah, he did it for for the money, and for, I, I guess money. because he was probably contracted to do it. But um, uh, but yeah, he wanted this to be as much of its own movie as it could possibly be. So that's why Gotham City looks different. That's why just the the general sort of aesthetic and tone of the movie is different from 89's Batman. That's why the bat suit looks different. It's one reason the bat suit looks different. And um and why in terms of plot, there really aren't any connections to like it doesn't pick up anything that was left off in the first movie. No, uh, it it's wouldn't. Completely its own thing. Sure. Um and one last piece of trivia that a lot of people know already, but it's 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 still interesting nonetheless. This uh originally was supposed to be uh was supposed to feature the character of robin and mm. they designed they designed a costume uh marlon wayans was cast to play robin Thank God and, but, but eventually they they you know they got to a certain point in the production and they read after rewriting the script and 
changing a few things. I have they decided a we're just not going to have Robin in it. After you're done, after yes. you're done. Yeah, okay. I have a question um, about this. So, so Robin was originally supposed to be in it. And actually, one of the um, one of the remnants of that is the action figure line that was released uh, alongside the movie in 1992 Whoa. includes a Robin figure. Yeah, there was uh, a Robin. Yeah, and and also a Robin vehicle. There was a jet foil that was like Robin's vehicle. Um, and the figure doesn't have the costume that Robin would have worn in the movie. Uh, he has Tim Drake's costume right. from the comics at the time. Sure. So it's like, it's yeah, I, me too. Me, I had, I had it too. I had, I had that Robin and that and the jet foil. It was, um, and yeah, so it was kind of cool. Like it was, and it was the first Tim Drake Robin figure I think ever made. Uh, and the first, and the first Tim Drake Robin action figure I ever had, because I got it when it first came out. And it's like, and it's completely comics accurate. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, weird. it's like this weird thing. He had. Yeah, yeah. It's totally like, he looks it, it, uh, what I, it looks like he was, it looks like Jim Aparo drew him. Cause Jim Aparo always drew him with like the, the flat top. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, it's, it's just this really cool little Easter egg of like the first and one of the early, like super comics accurate action figures. Cause back then most action figures for comics characters were based on TV shows or movies and they looked however they looked in those and they didn't necessarily look like they looked in the comics. Um, and it's for a character that's not well, even in there the was movie. The, there was the DC <laughs> line that came out like at the late eighties. That wasn't a tie into anything at the time. That's true. Yes, remember. that's right. It, it, they came after, yeah, after the movie, after the 89 movie came out, there was mm -hmm. like a separate line of, that was like, uh, it wasn't yeah. like super friends. I can't remember what the line was called, but it was like, yeah, I had some of those. Figures. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they, they were, had they like were... a penguin and a Riddler and mm -hmm. yeah. 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 Um, but that wasn't based on anything other than the comics. Yeah. Um, you're right. I forgot about those. Yeah. I had, I, I had remember a bunch what of the line was called though. I can't remember. I can't remember either. doesn't matter. Anyway. But anyway, but what that was, was your very question? limited. What was your question, Matt? You, you, no, you, you. What was my question? question? You, okay. You, um, why are the movies so terrified of having a Robin that's 12 years old? I don't know. I wish they did. I made a what whole video about fucking, it a couple years their, ago. I know. What is, why are they terrified of that one aspect of Batman where the well, kids in this situation, in this situation, I would imagine it's the same kind of thing as licorice pizza because since everybody in the movie was trying to get with Selena and Kyle. If they put a Robin in there <laughs> and Robin was like 12 <laughs> and he wanted to fuck her. Yeah. Well, I, is a, it yeah. still a stigma about Batman and Robin being gay? Is that this bullshit back like, then? Sure. I'm sure it was. Yeah. I don't get it because here's the thing. The one thing yeah. that humanizes Batman is Robin. That's the mm -hmm. one thing that actually humanizes him. Not who he's avoiding to fuck a Catwoman or, or Talia <laughs> or, who, or any of those people who he shouldn't be getting involved in a relationship, but <laughs> the only thing that keeps him human and in a human relationship is Robin because he is yeah, his he de facto children. son. He adopts yeah. kids. And I agree. Granted, yeah. it didn't turn out, but they always have him being 18, right? Or the one time yeah. that they've had him so far, he was 18. Well, um, well, he was supposedly 18. And Chris was, like, was actually movie, like, yeah. yeah, he's like, yeah, he was a grown you're, ass you're man. Like, he's like, I, uh, who's going to take care of the boy? You mean the thirty-year-old <laughs> guy over there? Like, yeah, he rode a motorcycle with with earrings. And stuff. <laughs> like, who's going to take care? I mean, yeah, give him a place to stay or whatever. That's fine. But like, why can't we have the Batman where a twelve-year-old Robin is brought to the Wayne Manor to live after his parents die, and he finds that. out on his own who Batman is? And well, you're in you luck, know. Jason. The the new one that the the new one that's coming up is going to have that. I is think it they're really? Gonna actually, yeah, they're going to have Damian. I've, yeah, I've. 
I've heard that. Yeah, I, that's I, not I, Damien. I would love for I think it, it is, to be yeah. Damien. Oh, is is that the James Gunn one? Is that the Brave yeah. and the Bold movie that James Gunn mm-hmm. making? Yeah, I, I've heard that. Mm-kay. Yeah, I heard I heard that he wanted Damien to be the Robin in those. I'm not a big I fan. I don't of Damien. want Damien ever. I don't want Batman to have children at all. Period. This is my personal. Dick, preference. Jason, and Tim. Dick, He's... Jason, and Tim. Those yeah, are the only it. Robins. That's it. That's right. Those three and Jason's and, dead. And Dick <laughs> is grown up now, and Jason's dead, and that's Tim right. is Robin. And, and and typical of what Batman should do, he leaves a wake of broken children behind him because he well, shouldn't have thing. anything to do with them. That's the thing. That's I mean, I don't think like the the Matt Reeves movie touched on this a little bit in terms mm-hmm. of Batman's character arc and where he ends up at the end of it and realizing that he needs to do more than he's doing. Um but I have always thought the most interesting take on Batman, especially from like a serious quote unquote adult perspective, is to recognize that Bruce Wayne shouldn't be doing this. Like we love Batman. Batman's a cool character. He's a great adventure character. We want him to beat the bad guys and solve Mm -hmm. the crimes. But ultimately, if we look at this from a real world perspective, he's not, he should not be doing this. This is a bad Mm -hmm. thing for him and a bad thing for his society, even though in these individual circumstances, obviously Mm -hmm. he's helping people and doing good. And if you introduce Robin into that, like, think of the stories you can tell about, you know, now he's got it. Now he's brought a kid into this. And, like, he's he's been so broken by his own trauma that he thinks he's doing a good thing by helping this kid, you know, conquer his demons and, and you know, turn his grief into something positive. But really, uh-huh. he's just bringing this incredibly vulnerable person into this ridiculously dangerous thing he does. Uh-huh. And like, and imagine the scene with Commissioner Gordon, like Commissioner Gordon has just gotten it in his head to accept this guy and be like, all right, maybe Batman's okay, actually. I mean, he did stop the Joker from poisoning everybody yeah, last week. That's, he's and then bad. like... And then he shows up in answer to the bat signal and there's this fucking 12 year old kid next to him. And he's like, this is my new partner. And you're like, oh, fuck. Like, <laughs> the comics now what have do definitely I do? handled that. <laughs> yeah. There's been like, I think there's a really good comic. I can't remember what it was, but it was Superman being like, hey, uh, like, what are you doing, dude? Like, you're bringing a kid <laughs> yeah. around? Like, what's what are you with doing? the what's <laughs> with the kid? <laughs> I don't know about this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, should you work out your own problems before you start dumping them on another kid? I mean, I mean look, it's cool that you adopted him and all. That's great. Maybe just let him go to school. Yeah. I'm perfectly <laughs> fine. I'm mentally healthy. How about your parents? <laughs> <laughs> you do the, the, the Pete Holmes Batman where he instantly dissolves into tears when his parents are mentioned. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, where were we? We still have do we have more trivia? That was my last I, trivia, the Robin. I have trivia. I have okay, trivia go for, for it. Go, go, go. Please. Uh fucking Doug Jones was in this movie. What? Was he? Who yeah. was he? He was one of the uh he was one of the henchmen. That's right, he was. <gasps> oh, he was, he was, oh, he was shit. one of the skinny guys. That's right. One I of the circus thinking, people. Is that Doug Jones? Yeah. He wasn't on the screen long enough for me to figure oh, out. He has like man. one line. He has like one line in the movie, but he's mm-hmm. in it. That's him. That's him. I yeah, didn't even I thought it was that. that's so cool. Well, wow. you know, all of his villains that Batman murders <laughs> in, the, in the course of the film. Oh yeah, he he kills people hard. He in this flat movie. out. Kills he kills people. the hell out of people, <laughs> and not in nice ways. One guy, he he, he stuffs a, a <laughs> stuffs bomb, a bomb in his pants, crunch. and <laughs> he flambes another guy. He's just left yeah. burning on the street. You're like, he kills the shit out of Batman. people. But the, didn't even in need fairness, to kill that. no, he in, didn't. In fairness, the guy he sets on fire is the devil. So. 
Whatever. The guy, so the guy who flips up to him that's got the bomb on him, that was Doug Jones. Yeah, that's, that's who Doug he gets Jones. the bomb from. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then he carries that bomb, sticks it on another guy. He walks around the fat guy on the strong yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, well, who, yeah. what villain am I going to blow up with this? <laughs> bomb? I got to kill somebody with this. He kneecaps <laughs> people uh, perfect. with his car. He does. Yeah. Oh, yes, he does. Yes, he does. He doesn't fuck around. He's not the Batman you want to fuck with. He'll he'll straight up kill you. He doesn't care. <laughs> He's murder man. Look you, out, think murder Kevin, man. You, think, you think I'm some Kevin Conroy Batman coming in here? Fuck that. I'm going to fuck you up. I'm going to fucking and the kill police you. fully endorse his murderous <laughs> the ways. Police, the police call him in. The police are like, get, let's get Batman in here to kill some people. Of which, do we ever oh. see any cops ever? A few here and there in Where? the backgrounds. There's, I know there's some, in the there, background. There, there are some cops on stage at the uh, the first tree lighting ceremony, and there oh. are some cops here and there, like you where know, they when, stand there and when, watch when someone the get kidnapped. There, but yes, there there are there yeah. are fewer cops on screen in this one than there are in the eighty nine one mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, for sure. That's because Batman's around. They don't need him anymore. I guess they don't need him. It's yeah, it's kind of like the Adam West show in a in a more you know. It's like, well, what are the cops even doing? Batman's got this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Batman will take care of it. Okay. One of my favorite things yeah. about about this movie was what Bruce Wayne's life is like when he's when they get a hold of him. Right, he's just sitting yeah. in a dark house, <laughs> sitting that, alone that in signal, a dark room. Yeah, and it that constantly dark off house. mirrors. It it bounces off mirrors, yeah. shines through a window that's the perfect circular size for the yep. signal to hit uh-huh. him right in the face. And so then like, what does he do? <laughs> he doesn't rush to the bat poles. No. He stands up and stares he's- at it. He stands yeah. dramatically so Tim Burton can get the shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Getting blinded by that <laughs> yeah. signal right in I his like, face. I like to think that he's just been sitting there since the last movie. He's not on patrol. Mm-hmm. He's not like, doing anything. Exactly. <laughs> the last movie ended. He went home. He broke up with Vicky. And he's just been sitting in that room for three years waiting kind for them the, to turn on the bat signal. The accepted psychology of Batman is that he goes out on patrol so he doesn't do that. Sits yeah. in a dark room staring at nothing, waiting for something to happen. Yeah, I mean, it gets it to is, the point where it, it, it's so bad. Alfred is like trying to nudge him to go do Batman <laughs> stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I think his, I heard uh, screams outside. Uh, no, no. His detective work is to read a newspaper, uh-huh. yeah. his... <laughs> which is what he did in the last movie, by the way. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, that's 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 solid detective work right there. Read the paper, Fuck see what that. happened. You know. <laughs> Even Nolan's Batman did some detective work in Batman Begins. He, he, well, and in uh, Dark Knight, he blew up a brick with a bullet to see how. Yeah. The bullet oh, that's right. He, blew up blew, he shot a he brick. He did do that. Yeah. He shot a brick sure with a bullet. What he was doing there, but I mean, he's spending to money. Reconstruct that's what he was doing. He was spending money. <laughs> spending, <laughs> spending money. <laughs> you know, Mister Wayne, if you don't spend the budget, they're going to raise the the taxes next year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who's the man or who no. hides the money? Who's the man that um, hides the I money? I guess it depends. It, it, it depends on which version. Is it Lucius Fox? <laughs> if if it's if it's a version of Batman where Lucius knows what the, that he's Batman, it's probably Lucius. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Fine. Any more? Any more trivia? We're done. We're good. I'm done. Okay. Now my part. Okay, everybody. It was directed by Tim Burton. If I have to tell you who he is, just get off the planet. You just got here. It he's a sensitive. Alien. He's a he's a sensitive young man who got beat up a lot in high school. <laughs> who got beat up a lot in high school? 
<laughs> and it comes through in the work. I all, feel. Uh, it always comes mm-hmm. through in the movies. Do you know how many times, as soon as Michelle Pfeiffer is no longer the mousy girl, she all of a sudden has deep set, deep set eyes. And that's the Tim Burton girl. She's a Tim Burton girl now. Fucking yes. hate is the Tim Burton girl aesthetic, which is deep set. Well, actually, it's boys too. Deep yeah. set skinny people with sunken highs. That's his. That's even, what the he's penguins, been doing. even the penguins, dude. Yeah. Even the penguins. Even the penguins is even more <laughs> yes. exaggerated. Yeah. The penguin is like Beetlejuice's younger brother. And I thought the Beetlejuice is exaggerated and it's perfect. But then we get into Batman and it's the same fucking thing. You get close up shots of Michelle Pfeiffer, and thanks to HD, you can really tell that how much makeup is fucking on her mm-hmm. face mm-hmm. while she's doing it. Anyway, Tim Burton, you know him. He's made a bunch of movies. Some of them are one, the. One of them you, is good. Two of them. You are like good. Ed Wood, right? You like Ed Wood. Oh, three of them are good. Yeah. <laughs> I like. I like. Pee-wee. Oh, and Pee Wee, of course. I Pee-wee's, like Beetlejuice. Yeah, Pee Wee's big adventure. And I like. Yeah. Ed, and I like Ed Wood. The rest of his yeah. movies are just kind of. Um... Do you count Nightmare Before Christmas as a Tim Burton movie? No, I don't. Yeah, he didn't actually care. direct it. Yeah. No, yeah, he that's... didn't. No. No, he didn't. He came up. We came up with the concept, but I mean, he didn't write. He just songs, took the he credit. Didn't... He took all the credit for well, it. Yeah, he. I heard that they put his name on it. I heard yeah. that they put his name on it because they were afraid that like uh, people would see that movie like in its, mm-hmm. it's, it's yeah it's a Disney movie and be kind of like oh what this isn't Disney yeah, you know so I heard like that they were the... like Selnick how mm-hmm. would you like to be he's doing stop motion for fucking years out of his warehouse yeah. in San Francisco and then it comes out and it says Tim Burton's and it's like all he did was draw some fucking shit and that was it. He came up with this weird idea, and we had to see it through to its conclusion. I directed yeah. the movie. He was never here, <laughs> and and he was never here. <laughs> <laughs> but they, yeah, I heard that that's why they did it. It wasn't even him who wanted to have that on it. It was Disney mm-hmm. was like, we got to put Tim Burton's name on here, so people are like, and people oh, are okay, that's it, yeah. yeah <laughs> and that's I'm sure happened. Tim Burton yeah. was like, oh, okay, whatever. Sure, you can put my name on this major Disney release. Oh, you hated my ideas when I was an animator, but now I guess I'm great. Whatever. Oh, now you come crawling back, I see. Just give me another skinny woman with huge tits and dark hair and some money and I'll be fine. I love that our Tim Burton impression is like this effete nerd who's like glaring disdainfully down his nose at the Disney Um, executives. Isn't that what Tim Burton is? Uh, Do you know what? Hmm. An Maybe. effete nerd looking down his nose at everyone. Dis- a disdainful effete nerd. <laughs> <laughs> All right, screenplay by Daniel Waters. Daniel Waters, you'll know. Oh God, I hate him. I really do. I hate him. I hate his. Not much. Res- not 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 much uh, suspense for Jason. What other What other movies. fun movies has he written that I also fucking hate? Heather's and Ford Fairlane. Fuck him. Fuck him. Ford I hate him. Fairlane. I hate him. He never got past high school, and he's what? He's older than I am. He's older than, I mean, he's, ugh. Mm-hmm. Story by Daniel Waters and Sam Hamm. There's another one. Fuck him. Screenwriter of the first Batman. Yeah, I do. Whoopee. He, he never unfortunately named book. Sam Hamm. <laughs> they, it was like the studio was crawling around looking, oh, well, who wants any of the writers that actually wrote Batman? Let's choose Sam Hamm, who's never written a Batman story ever he's known for writing never cry wolf which is a fine which is a fine movie based on the book but Mm -hmm. i mean you don't really associate a guy up in the arctic studying wolves to batman also correct me if i'm wrong i think sam ham wrote batman year two i don't care which is one of the worst batman (laughs) comics i've ever read i am i am not a fan of batman year two (laughs) at all 
But I think oh, Sam Ham wrote. I know Sam Ham wrote something. Wrote some Batman comics. Well, he like started after writing the first comics movie because out. he was the writer yeah. of the movie. And so yeah, exactly. Started, and but it, whatever everyone, it, it was, not good. It was not good. He's not good, and I don't like him. Story by the, mm. him and Sam Ham, based on Batman characters created by Bill Finger. Yeah, fuck yeah. you. <laughs> 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 and Jerry Robinson, he probably did and some Jerry work on Robinson. that too. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Did he come up with Catwoman and or the Penguin? Um, I don't know. I know he worked in the shop. I don't know if how much he contributed to Catwoman or the Penguin because they both came around pretty early. Mm-hmm. I know they mm-hmm. were both like after the Joker, but uh, Catwoman was like 1940. Catwoman came around really early. Mm. Yeah. Um, produced by Tim Burton and Denise Denovi, and she's also produced Edward Scissorhands and Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> for you denise i guess i don't know <laughs> congratulations starring michael keaton as bruce wayne batman this is the reason why he disappeared for a long time he didn't want to do it didn't like doing it and regretted doing it afterwards and had to get over it before he came back to us before he came back to us <laughs> before he came back to us he was back to us michael well also the problem was everyone kept thinking of his batman for god's sake and yeah. that was bad for him he didn't enjoy doing it. the The costume was claustrophobic and uncomfortable. He, yeah. he couldn't turn his head. Well, you know, and he's he was... one of the, he he's one of those weirdos who wanted to be an actor instead of a movie star. Hmm. Sure, yeah. And I think he had to kind of let things cool off a bit before I, he could go back to being an actor. Yeah, and I can almost guarantee you that I had the same reaction when I found out that he was playing Batman as he did. What? <laughs> I am. <laughs> what? I don't like him as Bruce Wayne or as Batman. I don't like him either way. And in this one, Batman's even weirder than he was in the first movie. He's even stranger than he was as Batman. So, I don't know. Anyway, you know him. He's he's Beetlejuice. Fuck it. Danny DeVito is Oswald Cobblepot, or the Penguin, kind of. As a description, as a nightmare version of the Penguin that doesn't make any sense. Do I remember when when Penguin used to be just an aristocrat? Like you know, I mean, who would buy stolen goods featuring bird shit on it. What I and- what, what I what I like about it and we'll get I mean, I don't want to get too far into it because we'll get in more of it when we talk about it in the review section. But I kind of appreciate the fact that at the time, Danny DeVito was super obvious casting for the Penguin. Sure. Like you think of the Penguin and at the time, everybody was like, oh, Danny DeVito, you know, because he's a short guy, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> and it's like he'll be the he'd be perfect for the Penguin. And then mm-hmm. when they announced, oh, yeah, Danny DeVito is going to play the Penguin in the next Batman movie, everybody was like, OK. And you get like this picture in your head of, oh, it's going to be Danny DeVito and like a little blue tuxedo with a top hat and a monocle and who carry an umbrella around. And then you watch the movie and it's so not any of that. Nope. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, oh so, good for them. Like, they uh, went, yeah. Trivia, uh, sorry, uh, trivia is that um, the reason he did that movie was because Jack Nicholson and him were having a conversation. Mm-hmm. And I guess friends. Jack Nicholson, yeah, made so much money off the first one. That he's like, you know what you got to <laughs> do? Go go be a bad guy in the Batman movie. Mm-hmm. And then you can do whatever you want for the rest of your life. Yeah, and then you can just slack <laughs> off. And so, I mean, basically, yeah, he's... I don't even mind the transition of penguin from penguin going from basically an aristocrat to that of being a crime boss, right? Mm-hmm. Like what what Matt Reeves did with him in the last Batman. Yeah. He's he's yeah. known as and, the penguin and and, because, all, and and he's like from the Bronx all of a sudden. Yeah, he's like from the Bronx. He's not an aristocrat anymore. <laughs> what are you showing me here? Because he walks with a limp and he's kind of got a penguiny face. Yeah, yeah. 
Joe. They call him the Penguin. It makes perfect sense if you're a crime guy. He could be one of the guys that they introduced in the Goodfellas scene. And there's Johnny yeah, Dutos, it... and there was the Penguin. And he's like, Ozzy the Penguin. All right. Who else is in this train wreck? Michelle Pfeiffer is Selena Kyle Catwoman. Hooray. And they set it up so that she'd be in a movie that was never made. And why is she alive at the end? Why is she alive at the end? She so that they could three times. So that so that they could because she has nine. Weren't you paying and attention? She has nine lives. Nine lives. She has nine lives, cat. and she has she one life left. Cat, dude. She's a goddamn person. She's part cat. Yeah, it's up for interpretation, oh. right? I mean, Some cats, cats crawled around. Cats crawled around her, and then she became oh, crawled cat. around yes. her. The cats, the, the most realistic cats ever in a movie. As soon as there's someone dead, they come out and immediately start eating her. <laughs> most realistic cats i've ever seen mm-hmm. oh boy but they yeah. but they breathe the right. breath of life into her and now she's a cat now she's part cat yeah she mm-hmm. acts like a cat and does cat things yeah and has Whether nine lives as, as a, <laughs> has nine lives as everyone knows cats she's really have obvious psychopath that needs to be put in arkham <laughs> instead yes. of what she's always been which is a cat burglar not so, an, you know, obviously you, you, an insane person you cling so desperately to the past I cling desperately to what these characters are set up as. <laughs> um, you have Christopher Walken. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. Christopher Walken as Max Shrek. As the real wig. villain. <laughs> as the actual villain of the movie. The, the stealth villain. Yes, that's right. Yeah. The president of a department store. Yes, the, <laughs> the, the president of a department store is the Bane. Oh, he's so bad, kids. Uh, uh, evil his... president of a department store. Evil president of a department store, much like John Lithgow was in the Santa Claus movie. Oh, hey. <laughs> hey. And he, no. he's probably the least insane person in this movie, I think. <laughs> out, out, of, out of everybody in this movie, he's probably the one that maybe makes the most sane sense. Probably. probably. Yeah. Even though he he's dressed in a fright wig and his suits are fucking ridiculous. And- Except and yeah, except for the costuming and the character design, probably it's unusual for Walken, maybe the least eccentric lead performance, mm-hmm. the least Walken <laughs> in, the, in the movie. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. can tell he's actually thinking in the movie, like his character actually thinks about stuff. He's working too yeah. hard for this piece of shit. Yeah. Let's put it yeah. that way. He's really investing way too much into his character, dressed like that in this fucking movie. Um, <laughs> Christ. Oh, by the way, speaking of John Lithgow, um, he's who I'd cast for Clock King. Hmm. I can see that. If they yeah. Ever, if they ever, they're never going to do it. But if they ever decided well, to do Clock King, they should. And I, also, I John, and also, John Lithgow's like fucking eighty now. I mean, I feel I know, like that ship has sailed. But I mean, whatever but he, he was yeah. in, Killers of the Flower Moon. Just, yeah, uh, but just not as Clock King. Oh, it would have been great if Clock King was in Killers of the Flower Moon. That would be great. <laughs> it is I, the Clock King. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's next? Michael Goff or Go? Michael Goff. I don't care. Goff. The I think it's guy. Goff. The only. <laughs> As we said, dead English guy who was in all of these fucking things. The only connecting material between the first Batman movie and the last Batman movie with John with Joy. He's the only one that's in all four of the movies. It's the connective material of Pat Pat, Pat Hingle's in all four. I know. I wish Pat Hingle was in all none. 
How about that? Wow. Who's none Anti- of them? You hate you hate Pat Hingle, you know. I hate this Commissioner Gordon more than anything in the well, world. He's, I mean, there's not much to hate. He's barely in any of them. <laughs> <laughs> like he's barely he's he's in the first one the most, and he's barely. They may in as well have him walk out in a diaper. Dad, dad, Google. He doesn't know what to do. He's not. Help me, Batman! <laughs> Batman, help! What's his line? He's standing there holding a baggie with the bat batarang in it. He's really pathetic TV. in this one. He's there's no now. Let's not jump to any conclusions. But here's the batarang. <laughs> Feel this? You might call this evidence that Batman killed the princess because we know Batman <laughs> kills people with police. Yeah, he kills them all the time. But Maybe she was bad. Doesn't no, say Batman killed this one. Okay, she could have been Everybody a villain called Ice Princess. <laughs> You don't know. <laughs> Maybe she was going to hurt the people of Gotham and Batman saved us by pushing her off the roof and murdering her. <laughs> and Michael Murphy as the mayor. He has no name. He's just the mayor. The mayor. The mayor. What's his costume, by the way? What is his costume during Max Shrek? Shrek's costume Christmas Oh, he has thing. a he has a, a knife in his back. What is mm. that? What is how is that a costume? That's not... I think that is a subtle uh, dig at Shrek because remember this is after Shrek has gotten the penguin to challenge the mayor in a recall election. So the mayor is like having, it's like Max Shrek stabbed him in the back. That's what yeah, this is after them. The, the, they've exposed mm. Cobblepot as being, you know, a bad guy, well, but he already ordered the costume. What's he going to do? Get a whole new costume. <laughs> he ordered it. Oh, darn it. Yeah. He's like, I got to use this cartoon knife in my back for something. <laughs> Cinematography by Stefan Kazapski. Kazapski. I'm going to say that's what it is. Who also did it? Wooden Edward Sitter's hands. Right, does uh, all of his Tim Burton's movies, right? A few of them. Yeah. Uh, edited by Chris Lebenson, who did Weird Science, Top Gun, and Ed Wood. Music by Danny Elfin, who's mm-hmm. oh boy, this is the who did every movie in the '90s. This is okay. So Danny Elfman went through this period, especially early in his career, where there was a fucking chorus in every single goddamn one of his goddamn. Every always had a chorus, always, and they always sounded oh, the for same. Sure. And this is the yeah. most samey he has sounded. So yeah, Danny Elfman did the music. Ooh, production companies Warner Brothers, Polygram, and Polygram Pictures, distributed by Warner Brothers. Release date June nineteenth, nineteen ninety two. Christmas movie. Oops. Like Miracle Sorry, on Thirty Fourth Street, <laughs> like Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, Christmas yeah, movie that, that opened movie in the summer. <laughs> wow. You're just full of hate. You're just Came full up. of hate. We made a Christmas movie. Let's put it out in summer and not tell anyone it's a Christmas movie <laughs> by lying on our movie posters that it's that it's no come watch this fun movie. And people sit down in the movie theater in the middle of the summer and they're like, "Why well, am I watching this Christmas movie? It's like not even July first yet. Why is Santa? Why am I looking at a Santa Claus right now? This is the same thing." This is how yeah. come it couldn't have been Santa Claus as the villain. I would I love a it. Batman movie with Santa Claus as the villain. The Santa Claus is a villain mm-hmm. in Gotham. I would love for that to be the twist. Make it like everybody thinks it's going to be a happy like holiday movie where Batman has to save Santa. But then mm-hmm. when Batman finally reaches Santa at the start it's, of the third act. Oh, it's the a villain twist. called Krampus. Ooh, or it could just literally be Santa Claus is what I'm saying. That's the, the real Santa, Santa Claus. Santa. Yeah. yeah, it's the it, he. Yeah, and Batman discovers that Santa has actually been the bad guy all along, and then Batman the it's, the, it's the Tim Burton Batman, so Batman has to kill Santa mm-hmm. by which, setting him on fire. Watch which, him hop around. That's by setting him on fire. Yeah, <laughs> and roasting marshmallow. Yeah, running time. Yes, 100. <laughs> Batman shoves a stick yes. of dynamite down he, down Santa's pants he and he clicks out some 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 marshmallows from his utility belt. Yeah, he has a yeah. They they they, they rotate around children. to the front on an automated Who are, track. 
<laughs> There's some children who are crying. Here you go, kids. Why did Batman kill Santa? Oh, there's the bad signal. Gotta go. Uh, whoopee. He doesn't talk that much in the movie. He doesn't. Grunt, no, but... and then he leaves. <laughs> he has one of my uh, favorite lines in a Batman anything. What? For, uh, uh, Catwoman says, oh, I haven't eaten all day. And he goes, eat floor, and then shoves her head <laughs> into the ground. <laughs> like, out of nowhere, this tough guy one-liner. He never eat says anything floor. like that any other time. <laughs> That's I've been saving that one Batman up, but line ever is eat floor. <laughs> I've been saving this one up, and now it's finally the perfect time to say it. Sure I'm going to say not, my line. You sure it's not "I'm the goddamn Batman" because that's the most famous <laughs> quote now from Batman ever. Yeah, sure. Thanks, Frank. But it should be eat floor. <laughs> Frank, eat floor. That High definitely fiber. sounds like something. That's also something that uh, Frank would say would write in this kind of. Like, oh yeah, like floor. macho dialogue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, if it's being misogynistic to women, it definitely a Frank. <laughs> oh, so mm-hmm. Batman's beating up a woman and and throwing out a quip. I got something for this. Only Frank Miller would turn Catwoman into a fucking prostitute. I was gonna say if if Frank Miller had written it, he would have called her like a bitch or a whore after he said eat floor. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like my balls, bitch. Eat floor, crap. Eat, eat floor, you eat fucking floor. prostitute. You piece of garbage. Batman's got some opinions. Holy shit. I didn't realize <laughs> you felt this strongly about this. I heard old people get conservative as they get older, but Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm the Batman and sex work is not legitimate work. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> that What? <laughs> that has nothing to do with anything, man. A I'm just saying, I think so. To, real man doesn't have to pay for sex. <laughs> I never have to pay for it. Oh, get over yeah, here. Yeah, but aren't you like a billionaire? You. Shut up. <laughs> Fuck you. Isn't your relationship with Catwoman problematic if you threaten to arrest her and then fuck her? What? <laughs> Keep your nose out of my personal life. <laughs> <clears throat> we Did we really need to see the silhouette of your dick in this comic? <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about that. There's a Batman <laughs> comic where you see Batman's dick. And it was like a news story. Like people on the internet were like, you see Batman's dick in this new issue. Like, well, oh. It should have been, what the fuck is DC doing? What are Why you are doing, we seeing DC? Batman's dick? Uh, I own that comic. <laughs> I mean, I, I look, I look, I wanted to see what Batman's dick looked like. I didn't I mean, care. I, How about that? Well, I, I the reason I bought it is because they, they, they did this whole thing where they put it out, right? And then they almost immediately, because I was working at the digital comic company at the time. Yeah. And they had sent us an email, DC sent us an email saying, hey, we have this new version of it. Don't put that one up, right? And we're like, okay. And they shadowed it out, right? Yeah. Because right. they're like, we oh. can't be showing Batman's junk, right? We don't and want so, to see people to see Batman's Yeah, Yeah, we can't be doing this. But then so they, <laughs> but they put the first print of it out, and they made it known that when the second print comes out, you can't, it's, it's going to be shadowed over, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So hell yeah, when I bought that comic, because that's going to be like worth, you know, I'm going to be, I'm going to buy a house on that thing. (laughs) That's the collector's edition, man. The Batman Dick version. Dude, I have, I have the Rocket Raccoon signed by one of your favorite artists ever. And I don't even know. I don't even think they're that expensive. I have Mike Mignola signed my Rocket Raccoon before. You gave me the, I think you gave me, didn't you give me those? You gave me those. I think you did. Um, because you were at a you were at a con and you got them signed and you gave them to me and I was like fucking cool. Um, yeah. Can you see Rocket's dick? No, no, you mm. can't, Steve. <laughs> Who's going to pay for that? You know what's so funny <laughs> is how different his art style is in from that Rocket Raccoon to to Hellboy. How yeah. much his art style changed? Um, 
Anyway, we we got off topic. Anyway, uh, <laughs> running time 126 midget, midgets. <laughs> just kill me. Yep. <laughs> Maybe in some of the penguin suits. I'm not sure uh-huh, how they did some Batman. of those. Like... <laughs> I'm even calling them by the wrong name. I'm not using little people. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I hate political what? correctness. 126 minutes. Budget 50 to 80 million or at at Dang. most $175 million adjusted for inflation. Box office, $266.8 million or $586.4 million. So it made a yeah. lot of money. Or as Warner Brothers considered it at the time, apparently not enough. Well, I, I mean, they needed to make another one right after. They need to make another. Well, but one I'm saying, and, and they and they had and they decided to go in a different direction because well, they didn't decide. Tim Burton said, "Fuck off." Well, but they still they didn't have to, you know, make as drastic a correction as they did. <laughs> like, well, I don't think the, it was the, necessarily. The, they wanted it to be lighter. The perception was dark. the perception at the time was, and I think you know, I think this has been borne out by stories people have told after the fact that the studio felt the studio was not happy with how the movie did, even though the movie made all the money in the world because they wanted it to make even more. And the thing they blamed for it was that it wasn't kid-friendly enough. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, so they made a kid-friendly one, the next one. And I remember Matt loved that movie. Mm-hmm. I remember we were driving. We were, uh, that's all you, you had could the talk best about. Soundtrack you had, ever? Yeah. yeah, you had a, you had the. The soundtrack to Batman Forever is great. And I'll mm-hmm. stop talking now because I have more to say about Batman Forever <laughs> later in the show. <laughs> But the soundtrack was awesome. I agree. And I, to my to, to my credit, while my younger brothers were over the moon about this latest Batman with with Tom, what's his name? Who who's the villain? Uh, Two Face and Jim Carrey and all that. Batman other Forever. Shit. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. fucking hated it. I was just like, mm hmm, mm hmm, because you guys were excited about it. And we you were, didn't we spoil like the fun. Yeah, you were you kids. I wasn't going to say, no, you're stupid. <laughs> you you didn't it. rain on their parade. Exactly. Like I would have. Yeah, because you're a bastard. That's why. You wouldn't. You're a bat bastard. You'd I like always, I, I never stopped telling my little brother how much the things he loved sucked. I <laughs> never did that. I did not like. My well, you know, it Matt. sucks though, right? It's bullshit. So there's a there's a 12 to 13 year age gap between me and Matt, and Matt, he fell headfirst into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It was like, yeah, uh, of all the toy line he had, he had like every single one of them. And oh, sure. I will have to admit, the creativity in the in the action figures that you could buy for Teenage Mutant, there was like always a new thing that was always coming oh, up. My I was God. Like, is, is that canon? I mean, there was like there 50 were so or many of those. Yeah. And they had the you had the blimp. Had the blimp. I was like, when did the blimp? Because my my experience with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was as a semi gritty black and white comic from Eastman Eastman and Laird. Yeah. And then I heard that there was a cartoon show. And then all of a sudden, my little brother had every single <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja <laughs> thing ever. And it was like, where did are all these canon characters? Are all these? Because they couldn't. I don't tell think they cared a, about that. God, you're such a nerd. You're such a nerd. Are these canon? <laughs> I well, do what do you want? That's what I was thinking. Because <laughs> you also had Thunderhawks. Remember Thunderhawks when that came out? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, those. You, were cool. I remember you had GI Joe and Star Wars. GI Joe big. and Star Wars were my big things. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. that was my big things. And yours was at the time Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was like 
was the king of every single thing that you did. You Yeah. had some mask toys. I think dad got you those because Mm -hmm. he likes cars and these were cars that kind of turned into things. And I think that was it. And Mike then was uh, Power Dragon, Rangers Dragon Ball Z. in Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Mm hmm. So much Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> well, I mean, if it wasn't for Dragon Ball Z, he wouldn't have become an artist and he wouldn't be doing what he's doing now. Mm hmm. So, I mean, I'm not going to crap on Dragon Ball Z. And I didn't crap on Dragon Ball Z when that's all he drew. He was like making his own comic. What was the name of his character? Stinky. Stinky the Clown. Stinky the Clown. Yeah. Because I wasn't going to discourage either one of my little brothers from doing shit like that because I thought it was cool. And so I wasn't going to tell him, shut up, stop doing it. You'd make a lousy older brother. <laughs> I, but, but I was, but I am an older brother. Oh, that's right. I, here's how bad of an older brother he is. I have no idea what his brother's like. You've never met him. I know we've never met him. He's not very much like me, but I will. No. But you know, but I got my comeuppance because he's way more successful than I am. <laughs> Doesn't he repair cars? He's a he's he's a mechanic, but there's a good buck in that brother. You think he's not oh, making okay. money? Yeah, he's I don't not. know. built his own house in the wilds of West Virginia. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's one of those people. Which, I mean, I wouldn't live in West Virginia. If, I mean, West Virginia is a nice place to visit. I wouldn't live there if you paid me. If you literally paid me and made it my full-time job to live in West Virginia, I would not live in West Virginia. So he's I the have one this... that's going to be taking care of your dad when he gets older. Yeah. Well, well no, I'll, I'll take care of dad if that, Sure if you it will. comes to, if it comes to that. Um. <laughs> Yeah. Whatever. Okay, you guys ready to run into the world of Batman Returns? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going to put on this. I'll put on this costume, I guess. I'll dress up like a circus clown for some reason. Because I forgot, I forgot that Circus Clowns is all the Joker, but we're going to give him to the Penguin for whatever reason. Oh yeah, he he got the old gang. Yeah, he got Yeah, the old gang. there he got yeah, exactly. He he bought the Joker's gang cheap. <laughs> Aren't you glad now that we never got Joker with his <laughs> ugh, daughter Harley Quinn? yeah, Harley Did I? shouldn't be his daughter. That's not right. That's not good. <laughs> God knows who they would have gotten. You know, they would have gotten. Um, oh, what's her name? No, she she already played Batgirl, so not her. Who would Oh, Alicia they get? Silverstone. Who would they get? To play Harley Harley as the Joker's Quinn. daughter Yeah, in the it's in the nineties. his late nineties, getting towards the, getting towards the aughts. Yeah. Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> Yeah, probably. maybe she was getting. Yeah, maybe. No. Please no. I'm not Please saying it make would have been that good, no. but they might have gotten No, her to do it wouldn't it. have been good. <laughs> I don't think it would have been good. Maybe maybe Buffy. <laughs> Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Sarah Michelle Yeah. Miller, yeah. Because, yeah, late Oh, yeah. 90s was right when Buffy was starting. So mm -hmm. first season of Buffy was, what, 96? So, I yeah, don't know. she could. Yeah, you might have been able to pass Like I that committed off. it to me. Anyway, okay, so I'll dress like Harley Quinn, and you can dress like Batman, <laughs> and Matt can dress like the pang penguin, I'll be I the guess. penguin. You'll be Yeah. the penguin. And let's all run into the bleak, practically should be shot in black and white movie. That is Batman Returns. Steve, Yeah. just do it. I don't give Oh, a shit. boy. Well, first, so we get this delightful prologue that that lets us see the birth of the penguin. So what What happened? would Yeah, happen Pee Wee Herman. if, if Pee Wee Herman had a baby? Mm-hmm. Pee Wee Herman and Simone from Mm-hmm. Pee Wee's Big Adventure. 
finally hooked up. <laughs> they got married and they got super rich and they bought themselves a nice mansion outside of Gotham mm. and they had a baby. And unfortunately, mm. the baby had some issues. You know, it's well, one like, of those tragic things. Um, so, like yeah, said, Pat, issues like that. It likes to eat cats. Yeah. You know what I love about this scene is you can, I, I like to imagine that when because uh, Paul Rubens is standing there by the window by himself. And then you hear like his wife screaming from the other room and he turns mm -hmm. around in shock and like the doctor comes out and then he goes into the room and he screams. I like to imagine that this is the first time he found out she was pregnant. Hmm. So like even just the baby is a total shock to him. And so he's screaming because he's oh. like, I'm a father. No. And um, the baby is apparently some sort of freakish mutant, which they keep in a cage. Mm-hmm. And, and rather than yeah, paying like a henchman cats. to get rid of, which they could have, they're rich. You know what? They're they're not that kind of people. They're hands-on people. You know, mm -hmm. maybe 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 he made his money. Maybe he wasn't inherited, and he he remembers what it's like to work for a living. And he says, "If I'm going to dump my kid into a river, I'm going to do it myself." They don't dump him into a river. Well, they, a, a stream. They dump him into a stream in the into, zoo. Uh, yeah, a, a stream they, in, in a park. park or whatever. Yeah, they. Well, Is you it know, the park or they, the zoo? It's the park. You use you use what you got available. Whatever. Yeah. So you then know? we follow the bassinet and it goes into the into, into the into the sewers and here's there's a shot of it going down in the sewer and, and it's the biggest yeah. it looks like the inside of the alien ship from alien oh yeah they really yeah. yeah Gotham Public Works spent some money in the 19th century you know to build mm -hmm. these sewers like mm -hmm. yeah this was a public investment you can and tell. we follow the bassinet and we follow the bassinet until it feels like we're going to fucking die following this bassinet. And then it comes to drift and we see penguins looking at it. And, yeah. and you can tell by the bassinet that it has been cinched closed with the belt. And we're like, so the penguins are just going to stare at the bassinet until the baby dies. Until They're very smart penguins. No getting the penguin out of out of getting him out of there, but whatever. They're, they're very intelligent penguins. Well, I, I so I like yeah. to think because there's in the movie there's actual penguins, but then there's penguins that are obviously suits with people in them. Right. And I like to think <laughs> yes. that that is actually what's happening. Like there a are bunch people of people in there. penguin suits. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, in the penguin suits. Let's take it the is, suits off and raise this child. And yeah. put the yeah. suit it's on. got them. Anything's possible. That's true. Mm -hmm. But so then we jump thirty three years later. It it drifts past Killer Croc and you know the secret <laughs> entrance to the Council of Owls or whatever the fuck the name of that yeah sure all is. the all the sewer stuff you know just, <laughs> just drifts by who's the guy that controls rats I can't remember the one that steals rat children catcher. the rat catcher mm -hmm. that gets Batman so pissed off in the animated movie oh no, that's mm -hmm. a different guy in the animated series that's a different guy that's um he has a crocodile really... yeah what's his I can't remember his I name I remember what they call him. Do they actually call him Fagin? Like in they Oliver might, Twist? I don't think so. Can't but... remember, if, but but yeah, but that's like a reference. That's the make. one where Batman gets so but, goddamn angry. Yeah. He's <laughs> he like, if, a, rips if it I out was the, the if I was the Tim Burton Batman, you'd be so dead. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we cut thirty three years later. We get a thing, and we're at Gotham City, and it's nighttime because we never see Gotham City during the day because never. fuck it, why, mm -hmm. why do that? It might show the flaws in our in our set. Anyway, nothing happens. Nothing happens during the day. No. It's a tree lighting ceremony. It's Christmas. Yay! And there's like something in the sewer, and everyone's talking about the Penguin Man. No, oh, look out, the Penguin Man. 
is in the yeah. sewer. Also, a man that looks like a crocodile and a society of owls. By the way, <laughs> move out, move away from Gotham, please. <laughs> Don't well, live that's here. where Alfred shames that poor newsboy. Where the oh, newsboy's like, yeah, he's like, and he's like, get a real job or something. Yeah, something go like fuck, yeah, fuck off. Something trying to sell me things, urchin. <laughs> I'm a rich well, brother. And we know how to handle people like you. I, I'm the only servant in a gigantic household living with a madman. Leave me alone. <laughs> My dear boy, if it turns out this penguin chap is real, I'll do three more of these films. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely never going to happen. Shrek's department store, and we meet Matt Shrek, Max Shrek, and he's building yeah. a... He wants to build a power plant, but is it really a power plant? Who fucking knows? Does it look like a power plant? Absolutely not. It doesn't. I don't know. I don't even know what they're supposed to look it's like. It's so. as if nobody knows what a power plant looks like. It's got smokestacks. <laughs> don't they have those? Well, but and his master plan mm -hmm. is that he's, it's not going to supply power. It's going to steal right. power. And exactly. nobody's going to notice that this is happening. <laughs> nobody's going to notice the constant brownouts since they opened the new power plant. <laughs> there seems to be but less not, power. Shh, you're saying the loud is working the way it's supposed to. And and here we we meet Max Shrek, played by yep. played by you know who, and he's, he's yep. the fucking cartoon character. He's got that gigantic yep. this huge gray fright fright wig. And what do we yep. learn? He's kind of he he doesn't like. He likes his secretary's coffee, and his yeah. secretary is is who? Selena Kyle. Yeah, the cat burglar, right? She's a cat burglar. No, by well, night. she's a secretary. She's a secretary in this. She's just oh. a secretary. She's, and she's just a normal sexy, person. And she's like, oh, she's boring. She's a little frumpy. I mean, you can tell she's actually beautiful, but she's a little frumpy. Yeah, because she wears the glasses. And it yeah, doesn't. Yeah, work. they do. Yeah. yeah, they do the they do the hot girl wearing glasses thing. Mm -hmm. So you're not supposed to notice how mm -hmm. you know that she's a gorgeous movie star. Mm -hmm. Sure. <laughs> but then we cut to the tree lighting ceremony again, and everyone's like, "Yippee, tree lighting!" And she discovers papers. Right? He forgot his speech. Yeah, Max yeah. is giving a speech, and he forgot them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So she rushes out to give him his speech, like a good mm -hmm. secretary. And this goes on and on and on, <laughs> and nothing is happening, and nothing is happening, and then oh no, Cir circus. Freaks are here. There's a big, big box, present, yeah. A, a big, a big gift box, mm -hmm. and it's full of criminals. It's full of criminals, and no, oh, we gotta shine the bat signal, and the bat signal shines up in the air, and then somehow, it's a mirror. Wade Manor. There are a bunch of mirrors to reflect that the bat signal is up. So I guess no matter where he is, he can see it. Yeah, it's like a beeper, but instead of just having a little thing on his watch, it just shines a gigantic light into his house. Mm -hmm. So he's sitting in that house in front of that window. He's not even black. in front of the window. He's like staring at a fireplace. <laughs> ever yeah. vigilant, ever watchful, waiting Alone, for the bat signal. Because we know yeah. where Alfred is. and he Alfred's out. Yeah, yeah. So he has. In, in, so this is what Bruce does when he has the entire house to himself. He just sits yeah. alone in a chair. In the yep. dark. Yep. Waiting for somebody to come turn the light on and make some yeah. food. Mm -hmm. There you go. And so then the bad people show up and we have to watch Batman get dressed. <laughs> no, not so much. I mean, he, well, no, not, he not, he's not to the extent things. that Schumacher did it later, but yeah. I mean, yeah, but how did this become a tradition of watching him grab stuff to put on? Is it enough that we they see did, him? They <laughs> I mean, they didn't why know, did this become a thing? They didn't, they didn't know how to make him swing from rooftops yet, so they had to have him do something. Mm -hmm. And that's so the, he, all we see of the yeah. cave, right? Like, but there's not a yeah, back cave a, in this. 
Well, we do see the Batcave. Yeah, well, no, we do see it one time. Yeah, there's some Batcave stuff. Mm-hmm. There's some Batcave stuff. Yeah. So yeah. then he's he shows up in the Batmobile. He hurts a whole lot of people. He sure <laughs> he does. He breaks so many legs. Breaks legs. Set people yeah, he on breaks fire. He you know he's knocking people over in his in his bat car, and then finally he decides to get out because a clown has a taser. I guess it's gonna kill Michelle Pfeiffer. He's gonna yeah. kill Selena mm. Kyle, and he's, he's like, a oh, bad clown. I'll he's gonna do him. bad clown things. And he grabs his thing, and the guy just stands there with the taser, and he grabs his thing, and he shoots his grapple hook behind him, and he goes, "Ha ha, you missed!" And then he pulls it, and it hits him, and yeah. he falls down. And then, like someone with autism, he just kind of stands there for a long time. <laughs> he does that a lot. He just kind of stands there and stares stands at people. Stares at this woman, says nothing. Well, because he needs to know if he has to kill her too. He's he's sizing her up. <laughs> he's deciding. Do I kill her? Do I not kill her? What should I do? <laughs> he, 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 he looked like he an innocent standing. person, but I don't know. He stands he, where there he was for... standing caught the perfect lighting, so he couldn't really like move. <laughs> exactly. I know I look really cool if I just stay here for a second. <laughs> but he's there for an absurd amount of time. But okay, fine. And so far, we're 13 minutes in, and Batman hasn't had a single line of dialogue. Mm-mm. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Nope. He hasn't said anything. He showed up and he started beating people up. But then um, Max Shrek gets kid- kidnapped, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he they falls take through him- a trap door. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they take him down to the zoo, to the art, the penguin exhibit, which is apparently yeah. connected directly to the sewer with the brains <laughs> or nothing. Probably not a. A good design. Maybe Gotham is a shithole because no one knew how to design anything. <laughs> you want to? Should we hook the penguin pool directly we're into the gonna, sewer system? We're gonna have a yeah, sewer system not? that's big enough to d- comfortably drive a bus through. <laughs> so, so you can literally take a boat from the lagoon in the penguin exhibit in the zoo to anywhere, straight through the sewers, <laughs> to anywhere, <laughs> to anywhere in the stores, city. Yeah, someone's yeah. penthouse apartment, anywhere you want. Anywhere you want. Transportation. <laughs> yeah. And he's down there and he meets who? Who do we meet? The penguin. I, the penguin sure? man of the sewer. So can you tell me how this penguin is different from what we usually think of as the penguin? Well, okay. Well, Aside you've from talked about everything. It. You've talked about <laughs> it already. The penguin in the comics is traditionally just kind of a short squat guy with, who walks with a waddle and quacks sometimes when he talks. And, you and know, he's like a penguin because he dresses in a tuxedo. Yeah, a tuxedo. And he, he dresses in a tuxedo mm-hmm. and he carries mm-hmm. an umbrella. And he's just kind of like a criminal guy. He does robberies, you know, in the more recent comics in the last 25, 30 years. He's been like a like a, a organized crime type of guy. Um, so that's the penguin in the comics. And in this movie, he's a horrible freak. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's a green, he spits out green gunk and he eats yeah. fish. Yeah. And and he's not cultured at all. No, he's like know? a little goblin or something. He's like a he little goblin. He grew up in the sewers. What do you want from him? He didn't grow up in the sewers. He grew up in a freak show. We cover that in later. In a freak show in a sewer. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and they're also circus performers there, right? They're, yeah, his 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 yeah his group is circus performers. So he he lives under the ground with circus performers and penguins. So his plan is, I'm going to kidnap Max Shrek, and you're going to help me uh, find the parents, right? Find my parents because yeah. I was a. He wants to here. surface. He wants to reveal himself. Yeah, to, he wants to come to out the to the rest of the yeah. world. And Max Shrek is like, "Great, I'll do it." Why? Mm-hmm. Because he blackmails him. Oh, that's right. He blackmails. Yeah, because he blackmails. Right. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Because oh, you you're supposed to be this. You aside from being the owner of a department store, apparently you also branched out into lumber or something like that. He's dumping like goo or dumping whatever. Like, like goo, yeah, yeah, everywhere. toxic waste. Yeah, he's accidentally made a whole bunch of turtles into Ninja Turtles. If everyone finds that out, <laughs> and, he's gonna yeah. be in trouble. He killed his and partner. Uh, right? He killed his partner, <laughs> and the penguin has the dude's hand. Yeah, yeah. he has the dude's hand. <laughs> And he's like, so okay, he's doing enough. some kind of like leveraging like he does in the comics. Yeah, you know, he's sure. doing some blackmail. Yeah, yeah. kind of. Um, and then we cut to Michelle Pfeiffer and she comes home and everything in her house is cute. Right. Yeah. But she has she's relentlessly mean to herself. And she's so ugly yeah. because of those glasses. And she yeah. She beats herself up all the time. And then she oh, she remembers she has to go home because she listened to her answering machine. She has. Yeah. She has to go back to the office. And Max Shrek is there, and he's like, oh, you, you discovered some of my secrets. And she's like, yeah, I'm not going to tell anybody. And he's like, are you sure? And then he pushes her out a window, and yeah. she she's dead. She Oops. falls through a oh. truly insane number of awnings that must <laughs> yeah. have been like, who has an awning over like a like like a 30th floor window? Because she falls mm-hmm. all the way from the top of this building through like five awnings. And then I think they of- all belong to him, though, right? Yeah, they yeah all they're all Shrek, Shrek awnings, yeah. 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 And then a whole bunch of cats come and nibble on her body and she wakes up and she goes home and she has a freak out. I think she in that in that scene, I think she is imbued with like the great spirit of the cat. It, yes. She is great <laughs> cat spirit. Sure. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't I don't like that. That's stupid. It's, and that I makes her like real good it. at a lot of things. What I like about it is that the what I like about it is that the movie never even remotely attempts to explain it. It just happens. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. now she's and at this point she's now become a a Burton beauty. And what do I mean by that? She has the skin the color of milk, and her eyes are deep set. Because that's what he likes: starvation women. He likes starvation women. And she's about to to put together the most ambitious and successful closet cosplay in oh, history. That's right. Mm-hmm. She just takes mm-hmm. a, a pleather jacket, and there's enough material there for her to make an entire suit. To make an entire cat suit with gloves and a mask and everything. <laughs> she and destroys she... her stuffed animals. Don't forget that. Yeah. Oh, that oh, yeah, you know, that, that's, down the, that, thing, yeah. that's that, that's where she crosses the moral event horizon for She has a, she, she has an orgasm animals. while sewing her suit together, and then she puts her she has a sign in there that says hello there for some reason. I get it. Because then she smashes the and then says hell here, get 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 it. It says hell here here now. She's dark now. She's dark now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's, she's gone, dark. She's gone all goth on us. That's right. And her old personality just magically disappeared, like they do in comic books. Mm-hmm. And she could flip. <sighs> yeah, the cats, man. We don't know the that cats. yet. All we know is she can she can make costumes out of coats. Anyway, <laughs> then the cats are all. She's out there. Yeah, she's really good at it. So mm-hmm. then we're gonna have we're gonna have another press conference with the mayor, and he's like, "It's so it's everything's fine." Oh look, there's sorry about all the crime. We're gonna there's, do something about it real soon, though. I there's promise. There's a clown person that literally jumped up, stole a baby, and jumped into the sewer, and there's not a single goddamn cop anywhere near the mayor. <laughs> Everybody, including the mayor, whose baby it is, stands there while this guy gives a little speech and then mm-hmm. runs away with the baby. Nobody even tries to get the baby. And then back. this fucking mutant. That is the penguin <laughs> comes up out of the sewer holding the baby. And he's yeah. like, I just want to meet my mother and father and, you know, all this other stuff. And Batman's first uh, Batman, he's doing Bruce. what he's doing. What apparently he does 
watch TV in the dark while his butler built puts a, ornaments on a tree. Who's fucking celebrating Christmas at fucking Bruce. Wayne Manor? He likes Christmas. What's wrong with that? He likes Christmas. No, he so doesn't much. he just cries? He does. Bummy. Why like, does he have a Christmas tree if he doesn't like Christmas? No, that's right. Because Alfred needs to fake presents from his mom and dad. He's, oh, look oh what your God. father got you this year, Bruce. <laughs> you, they're still alive on that farm upstate. When <laughs> <laughs> he stands there and he's like, oh, I think that's great. Briefly. Briefly. Right. And then he's, we cut yeah. to Chester Cobblepot, who is now, or the Penguin, who's now looking at baby records and writing names down. Mm-hmm. Trying to find out no. who his parents are. I mean, we, no. that's not what he's really doing, but that's what he's supposed to be doing. That's what he's supposed to be doing. Cut to the Batcave, the shot where we have the Batcave. The only shot, I think, mm-hmm. that has a Batcave. And what is what is Batman doing? He's looking he's up old changed, newspaper articles about the Penguin. changed his mind. Yeah. About well, you know, and don't forget right. what what changed his mind was seeing the penguin with Shrek, and on, okay. on the news, yeah. like Max mm-hmm. Shrek was standing next to him, and it's like, oh, wait a minute, he's Shrek's buddy. There must be something up with this. That's what changes him on the penguin. It turns out, Cobblepot's parents are dead. He goes to the grave, and then he announces something. I don't give a shit what the penguin. You know, he what tells is- people his name. He tells people his mm-hmm. name. Oh, that's right. He's just yeah, because people are like, you're a penguin. He's like, I'm not a penguin. Then we cut to yeah. a scene where a woman is about to be raped and, and robbed and murdered by a guy. And then Catwoman shows up and she's like, I'm a cat, meow, meow. And she beats up. She, okay, so she does maybe the most violent thing I've ever seen in a Batman movie. Oh, she fucks him up. Yeah. Well, she mm-hmm. fucks up his face. Yeah. She and, did. She goes tic tac toe in his face with mm-hmm. her cat claws. Yeah. Yeah. And then she she fuck uh, that guy. I'm glad that happened to him. Fuck I'm him. fine. It's fine. I mean, he was a bad then, man. He was going to do a bad thing. Fuck him. But then the woman says thank you, and she what does she do? Um, she pushes her up against the wall, like by the throat, doesn't she? And she mm-hmm. says, like, you mm-hmm. make it so easy, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. So she's she, yeah. too. Yeah. No and then she backflips away. Right. And then we cut she to a scene away. where Max Shrek and and Bruce Wayne are having a discussion about the power plant. Yeah, and he's like, "You're just gonna suck power away. I'm not gonna invest in it." And he's like, "Oh yeah." And then that literally fucking goes nowhere. And then I have there's... something to say about this real quick. Yes, go for yeah. it. Yeah, a question because when Michelle Pfeiffer is in the office or when yeah. she goes home, right? Yeah, and she leaves herself that message that's like, mm-hmm. "Don't forget to bring the Bruce Wayne stuff home." Yeah, mm-hmm. and she runs back to the office. It's for the meeting, this meeting with Bruce Wayne. This... That's the next morning. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. So everything that's happened at this point has happened in just that one night. In one night. That's busy correct. day. It's mm-hmm. a busy day. Yeah. Busy day. Time time is meaningless in this universe. It's meaningless. <laughs> so she's up up. She's she starts flirting with 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 Bruce Wayne. And then Max Shrek is like, oh, you're alive. I thought I murdered you. And she's like, no, I'm, I'm alive. <laughs> she and... does the ultimate George from Seinfeld, just showing up to work the next day. Except mm-hmm. it's not, I didn't get fired. It's you didn't kill me. I still work here. Now the penguin is like living in an abandoned building with all of his, all of his uh, circus, his circus people. people just hanging out in the corner. Max Shrek mm-hmm. shows up and lures him out with raw fish, which of course he loves to eat. And he's like, I'm going to make you run for mayor because everyone loves you. And he meets his staff and he bites off a guy's nose. Yeah. Poor Keith Olbermann. 
Doesn't he, doesn't he look like Keith Oberman? He he, I, mean, I know it's not, but it looked like, oh shit, they he just bit Keith Oberman's nose off. No wonder he's I mean, so here's the thing. All the time. It's like the penguin vacillates between sub liber- liter- uh, literate grunting weird guy mm-hmm. eating and eating raw fish in front of everybody. Entire sentences but speaking of people's genitals. And mm-hmm. you're like, okay, which one is he? Which is he? He's, well, yeah, he because at this point. His mm-hmm. main motivation in this movie becomes just trying to get laid. Like at that's this it. point, that's all he yeah. ever talks about. Why is he there? What is he doing? We don't know. Why is Unlimited he like, why is he mayor? I don't know mayor. about that. And the mm-hmm. guy's like, "Well, think of all the girls you can get." And he's yeah. like, Shrek, "Okay." Shrek says that unlimited poontang. That's, his, that's what that, that, that's what, that's like, what changes his he mind. He says some really disgusting things about Jan Hooks. Like, I really mm-hmm. want to stick my penis in that. And it's like, <laughs> he what does, the yeah. hell is happening? I'll show her the French flipper trick. Like the French like, flipper oh, yeah. trick. This is like I was like, mommy, what does that mean? Shut up. I regret taking you to this movie. It's not for he young grew ears. Up in a sewer, man. How does he how does he have any tricks? I don't know. How understand. does he have any well, maybe one of those circus freaks? Really? Yeah, yeah. He had to lose yeah, his virginity yeah, yeah. to somebody. Probably, you know, he got lucky with a circus freak and so now there's a hope that what they plan uh, does he reveal his plan yet he, does he not have a plan yet. no not you, mean, yet. you mean the plan about the the firstborns no not yet well, he doesn't does reveal he... he doesn't okay so he, they his circus start his circus players start fucking up things well Mac, that's max's idea he max tells him to have your circus gang go cause some more trouble to create a pretext oh, to recall right. the mayor yeah and batman shows up and um he kills some more people and he gets, and he, yeah, he kills more people. He hits with a batarang. The batarang is captured by a dog, right? Yeah. And he does not. And Batman just lets the, the dog, dog have it. He's like, I'm rich. I've got a million of those. That dog can have it. Meanwhile, Catwoman, who hasn't figured out who she is or what she does or anything like that, has broken into Max Rex so that she can take some jewelry, maybe? No, I think she just wants to fuck stuff up. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. gotten a bullwhip somewhere from the Gotham Bullwhip Factory, and now she she's... made it out of she made it out of another raincoat that she had in her. Oh, okay. Closet. And meanwhile, all this going on, um, Batman meets the Penguin, and instead of just shooting him because this is what Batman can do, he kills people. <laughs> immediately, mm-hmm. killing him. <laughs> the Penguin goes, oh, "I gotta go," and he his his. Umbrella turns into a helicopter. Mm-hmm. That is impossible. It's there's no blades on that thing. It's not a thing. It's like it, just, it, it goes really fast though. It spins really fast, <laughs> right? And while he's going up there, he runs afoul of the Catwoman, right? Yeah, you because know, Catwoman blows up the department store and flips out. Um, yeah, and, and then, uh, yeah, and Catwoman's oh, up right, on, the, yeah. on the on the ledge when Penguin gets there, mm-hmm. and Penguin's like, "Let's get married." And Catwoman's yeah. like, "Ew, no, you're gross. You're so gross." And he's like, mm. "Fuck you!" And he tie, he ties the 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 umbrella helicopter to her neck and flies her away. Mm-hmm. But then Batman goes up there, and then they fight, and they do the first time with Cat Catwoman and Batman fuck fighting, in which everything yeah. is a double entendre, and it's right. it just makes me feel gross and uncomfortable because <laughs> so she's hot. clearly a psychopath, and he has unresolved issues as well. Yeah, and then she, and I that's guess why she, it's so sexy. She stabs it's, him. It's she, not sexy. Like she, she jabs him with one of her claws, like in the part, like behind where his body armor is. Like mm-hmm. she finds the part of him where it's just rubber, I guess, and stabs him mm-hmm. with a claw. That so he knocks her off the fucking awkward. building. <laughs> what? Wasn't she even saying something like, 
where's little Bruce or something like that? Or like, where's yeah, little Bruce? Oh, there he is. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Let me at that dick, I think is what she says. Okay, I, I get you could want an adult Batman, but fuck, you knew children were coming to this. You knew it. Oh, fuck those kids. There's I'm sick a of hearing people why... complain about this movie because it wasn't suitable for kids. There's a weird fuck reason why they veered so sharply after this movie. There's a reason. And the yeah, reason because is because this because is whiny this because whiny grimy... because whiny weenie parents Oh my kids didn't like it. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Nah, that's one of the reasons, yeah, because it's a shitty movie. And my four-year-old didn't like it. Who told you to bring your fucking four-year-old? Shut I the never fuck up. Go put on your Winnie the Pooh hoodie so and shut the fuck up. After watching this movie, I was like, ugh. I feel like someone's been humping my leg and it's been Tim Burton. And, and, and it's Danny like DeVito it. in it's Penguin costume. <laughs> anyway, she gets she falls over the thing and then she falls into some cat litter. Get it? Just a random yeah. a random truck filled with cat litter you, with no didn't lid. You know, like they didn't do. you know that they transport kitty litter by gigantic trucks with no top on it? <laughs> <sighs> then we cut to the mayor's <laughs> office and he's being interviewed and then the penguin is gross with another woman again <laughs> it's mm-hmm. just yeah ugh. let me put this button on you here and then he goes upstairs and Catwoman's there and they do a whole bunch of pussy jokes isn't that yeah. great mm-hmm. she almost eats his bird. Eats bird yeah yeah and that's when he tells him oh i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna do something to the batmobile yeah because i seem smart enough to one, yeah. deactivate the Batmobile. Two, take control of the Batmobile. Because, you know, I'm someone with no formal education who's grown up as a freak in a freak show and lives with penguins. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's got street smarts, though. He's got street smarts. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> and, 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 Catwoman, and Catwoman comes up with the idea of framing Batman for a crime. Yeah. And this also yeah. has one of my favorite things because he's lying on his back and he makes up like a bat wing thing. Like a shadow chest. No, there's no how. How did he do that, Steve? You tell me. You love this movie. Oh, it's impossible. It's impossible. There's no light source. There's no light source for the shadow on the wall. It's absolutely (laughs) impossible. Yeah. Anyway, so she starts licking herself to give herself a. Oh, God. And we cut away before Penguin whips it out. No. That was actually my question. I I, I turned this to uh, my partner, Sarah, and I said, did they just bang? Like, did they? Did they <laughs> is that what happened? happened? <laughs> is, is that the, it did, and the circus freaks were all over there that, in the corner watching, going, good for the penguin. Yeah, Look the, at the, the boss <laughs> taking care of business. Every editor at DC, someone had to have come up with something. Oh, here's the scene where the penguin and Catwoman have it. And they're like, mm-hmm. no, <laughs> that doesn't ever happen. <laughs> and Tim Burton said, yes. <laughs> Well, here's the thing. I think Danny DeVito literally represents how Tim Burton thinks of himself. I think that he is a stand-in <laughs> yeah. for Tim Burton in this He's moment. the he's the penguin, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so then that scene just kind of fucking ends. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Then we see then Does anyone give a shit if Bruce Wayne has sex? Does anyone give a shit? This if is he, where they, they run into each other on the street, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's like, why don't you come over to my place and we'll watch the tree lighting ceremony that's if you right. get where we'll I'm coming from. on the couch, wink, wink. how about that? I've, I've got a butler who can clean up. <laughs> who won't we can watch come on whatever. <laughs> don't worry about getting come on the couch. I can buy five couches with the money I'm I have in my pocket. I'm a completely mentally healthy man. 
<laughs> would you like to come? Would you like to come over to my house and maybe have sex? I'm completely normal. Mm-hmm. I never liked my house. It's always dark. It'll be fine. You'll see. <laughs> so then we cut to Miss Ice Princess, who's of course yeah. dumb because why not? She's blonde, She's dumb and blonde, and then they throw a batarang on her head and knock her out because this is how they're going to frame Batman is with the batarang. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. Cut back to a scene that I really don't give a shit about, which is the two of them in front of a fireplace, and they're going to do it. And they talk, and then they're going to do it. But they have to not do it because they're discovering, they accidentally discover each other's, like, battle scars from, you know, being Batman and Catwoman. As far as Catwoman is concerned, this is Bruce Wayne. And as far as Batman is concerned, this is Selena Kyle. He goes, what's this on your arm? And she will go, oh, I burnt, I burn it on the radiator. If she goes, what's mm-hmm. this in your st- on your side? And he says, oh, I had an injustice. Alfred cancer. beat me up. And, uh, Al- Alfred beats me like every night because he's angry. He doesn't like My me. old butler beat the shit out of me. Is that, he's, does that make you happy? Me my entire life flushed out. I used to be a secret agent. God damn it. What's happening? Are you, are you glad I told you that, Selena? Does that make you I, happy now? Are you glad I told you that? <laughs> Screens on Screams on like, uh, like what's his face from uh, uh, Road to Perdition? I regret the day. <laughs> the I fucking day you were born. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. My favorite part about this scene is is Bruce Wayne throughout this movie is just bursting at the seams to tell somebody he's Batman. Right? Oh yeah, constantly. Every <laughs> single thing he's doing, like, like when he first meets her, he's like, "Oh, I mistook me for someone else." You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> and this whole thing he's going like, "Oh, the duality." You know, there's one of me that like is batman <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, know. I mean well, it you would, know what it would yeah it would have been funnier if he's if she's well, why did you and vicky break up if he would have just said i cheated on her, I cheated on her constantly. <laughs> just make him a lie you know <laughs> there was a villain called the seduct seductress what else was i gonna do i mean come on that was in her name the only way i could f- defeat her is by fingering her to death and so that's what i did so that's what i did i saved a lot of people by doing that but vicky didn't see it that way and you know <laughs> anyway mean, Come on. Then we have I came a, home. She was packing her shit. We have a shot of Selena Kyle trying to put on her costume in her car. In the car. Batman puts on his costume. <laughs> Good luck. And now we cut yeah. to where are we? I don't care anymore. Are we back in at the plaza with uh... We're back at the plaza again. And he's looking around for where the ice and he finds the ice princess, right? Yeah. And while he's and, looking for her, the the circus freaks start fucking with the Batmobile. That's right. They, that like they know what even the fucking doing. Okay, they show a blueprint of the Batmobile. Mm-hmm. Who gave that to them? They uh, probably came up with it themselves because you know they, they, this you, green trust. You know what? You know what you're doing. You're judging a book by its cover, and I'm you're not totally supposed to do that. They they morons. could be very intelligent people. They maybe have engineering they degrees. Pull you know, all no. the guts out of Batman's fucking car. Yeah, and they're like exactly, Dee. and they and they put a little like barber pole Christmas ornament thing in it. Yeah, you know, no, with a little antenna. Work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ugh. they have branded so, uh, technology that that somehow yeah. hijacks. Yeah. So why not? This is a professional operation. Batman finds the girl, and she's up. Eventually, she's up on a ledge, right? Mm-hmm. And she's gonna yes. fall. And Batman, yeah, he has up. a he has a run in. He has the run in with Catwoman first, where he delivers um, mm-hmm. the uh, Matt's favorite line, and then Catwoman eventually mm-hmm. drags the Ice Princess away. Yeah. yeah. 
And they go up to the roof, and Penguin's there, and she's gonna fall down, and then she falls down, right? Yep. Batman but just fought- lets her die. Yeah, Batman but he, lets her but die. She, but when she falls, credit where it's due, she does also successfully light the tree. Mm. She, I mean, she knew what she was about. You she know? falls right on the switch, like she, she yeah, she knew what she switch. was doing. Yeah, and then Batwoman, Batwoman, Catwoman jumps on top of him, licks his face, mm-hmm. and then okay, apropos. I thought it was sweet. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> anyway, here's <laughs> a romantic. Our audience moment. is like, Jesus, I thought it was romantic. Yeah, you know, come to blows over this fucking movie with Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> but then Batman does something completely pointless, which is he. I don't know where this came from. He's got he a shares a little factoid. Under, he's got a hang glider <laughs> under his cape. Oh yeah, which mm-hmm. just kind of pops out, and he jumps. Which off he's the had head. the entire time. Sure, of course. Mm-hmm. Why not? Sure, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. It does. Perfect sense. He's he's because ha- it, it's a cape, and then he pulls on it, and it becomes a glider, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he goes down. And then, uh, can you explain something to me? Yeah. No, probably not. But go ahead. Why is Batman riding around in the Batmobile with a whole bunch of bats? With an entire flock of bats inside of the cockpit of the Batmobile, why? Why is why is that a thing? So in case he needs it, I'll, I'll which answer bats this question. Did he train to be inside uh, the Batmobile? I'll okay. answer this question for you Go because for the the thing about this Batman <laughs> is that he is like a Swiss Army knife, right? <laughs> yeah, he has something go. for every single situation. If there's a street that's a little bit too narrow. He'll shoot the parts of his Batmobile Batmobile <laughs> off so that it becomes a thinner Batmobile. If he, That's if right. there are clowns walking around stilt legs, he's got mm-hmm. little bars. That he's got flip a out thing on it, yeah. That flip yeah. Out. that'll break them all apart, right? He has. Why are they, Why else? Are, what other use do they have? None. Yeah, yeah, none. So uh... he's got a thing for every single situation that he might need it. You know. So someone, so, so bats. Alfred has to water and feed the bats that live inside the Batmobile, or 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 mm-hmm. he just cleans out the dead ones at the end of the night. <laughs> he just scoops them out. <laughs> It's not like he's got a shortage of bats. He lives in a cave full of them. Lures you know? a few mm-hmm. more. So yeah. then after this disaster, he decides that he's going to. Oh, I do want to mention, though, that he didn't have anything that could have possibly saved that poor ice princess's life, though. That is something he was not ready to, uh, to do. <laughs> no so batarang with a rope on the end of it. <laughs> no no batarang, no, no, no grapple hook, no nothing. It's just like, oh, shit. I'm he kind of jumped off the roof, grabbed <laughs> he her, just... launched his little bat glider yeah and he just, just watched her fall man yeah. he just sat yeah. there watching her go he's like oh Bummer. no <laughs> i suppose that'll light the tree though he, I'm sure he was- <laughs> exactly he's like well, at least the tree's finally been lit you know <laughs> so so um after all this he gets back in the batmobile and oh no the penguin's taking over the batmobile yeah he comes on the little tv and he's like hey asshole <laughs> That's, 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 that's exactly what he does. It's my car now, fucko. And he just, you know. <laughs> and he shows up and and the entire time Batman's recording us, right? Yeah, because Bat like Mac Matt just said, he's like MacGyver. He thinks ahead. Mm-hmm. He's like, I bet I could uh, there might be a situation in the future where I'd be happy How to long have, a have tape you been waiting of the to... penguin shit talking the people of Gotham. To compare hmm? Batman and MacGyver together. Well, it's an obvious comparison. He's, he's Batgyver. 
He's Batgyver. They both are really good at escaping from death traps, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They're both really good at improvising. Matt, your you next know? comic needs to be MacGyver versus Gotham City. Gotham City. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. They 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 both have an endless list. Of Only one man would buy the comic, but you know you make would... him happy. <laughs> Yeah, what it'll be is MacGyver goes to Gotham and he catches the insane bug that everybody has, and Batman's got to take him down hard. <laughs> MacGyver becomes a Batman. Before MacGyver villain, be kills perfect. somebody, yeah, before MacGyver admits he's gonna. Because yeah. he, okay, here's the thing: MacGyver trained Batman in the past. Why the fuck not? Yeah, okay. that that it would fit into MacGyver's backstory because MacGyver's backstory is infinite. It doesn't matter how old he's supposed to be. Whatever you say, he had to do in the what past. What war did he, did he serve in? Who cares? Vietnam. <laughs> he was in uh, Vietnam. Yeah, but if they did a flash flashback during the MacGyver show and it was World War Two, you would have just been okay. You, you, yeah, you wouldn't not? have. Yeah, it, it could have been for the first World War. It wouldn't have mattered. He could have been like in a fucking <laughs> could have been doughboy helmet in a trench in France. And was, mm-hmm. oh my, I guess he's an old. He's older than he looks. Mm-hmm. I guess. Oh. He solved getting old, you know? Anyway, yeah, anyway, exactly. this is the police have got the bat. So here's how far this plot point goes. They, the police have the Batarang, yes. but they say there's no evidence yet that he killed What's-Her-Face, the Ice Princess, right. What's-Her-Fuck. Right, right. And, of course, Chester uh, Cobblepot is going to sit up and he's going to tell everybody, uh-huh, the Batman's bad. I'm going to be married. Would shut up. And then the Batman plays somehow plays the recording of the penguin going i'm bad and i hate everybody yeah and he 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 facing the crowds him kind of just with a pre-recorded mm-hmm. version i'm yeah. gonna piss in the bunch of gotham city i'm gonna jizz <laughs> all over your mothers and fathers <laughs> <laughs> you're like oh my god you know what i hate gotham city fuck it fuck everybody that lives there i'm gonna paralyze your father and we'll make him watch me shit in your mom's mouth how about that <laughs> 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 and of course, then they, they start throwing fucking food at him. And, and Penguin he, does have a great line. He, he says, why is, there always, yeah. why is there always somebody who brings eggs and tomatoes to a speech? Right. Because what, when thinking, we were watching that, that's exactly what we said. It's like, why do all these people have this? Why are produce? they just on them? They have it's, produce. <laughs> it's yeah. a city. It's a city of MacGyvers. Everybody is prepared. <laughs> so now the Penguin is like, okay, everybody, time for my master plan of kidnapping all the firstborn children of gotham which apparently is like five kids and killing them <laughs> the birth yeah, rate in gotham is really train. low and, yeah and and killing little, them and his yeah. henchmen are okay with that plan they're like except for, no, except for the one guy except yeah. for one guy he's like Jesus and he, get, he gets put in his place real quick <laughs> Like, yeah okay a, good idea Boom, with the umbrella and then yep. meanwhile we cut back to batman who's not doing anything but fixing his car because he's mm-hmm. got a and he's got a little mechanic suit on and i am so glad that we've reached a point with batman where he doesn't know how to do everything every, anymore he actually has professional people who do things <laughs> for him and keep his secret like he has a mechanic now, doesn't he? He has someone who literally works on the Batman. He's he's had several mechanics throughout mm. the years in the comics. And yeah, it's it depends not, on yeah. his writing. It's not the little yeah. gnome that works inside. Well, yeah, that's true. It was Harold for a while, but yeah, I, I don't think Harold Harold's in, was like a hunchback. Yeah. yeah, Harold was kind of like the jack of all trades. He did all of the technical stuff. Sure, yeah. um, but now, okay, so he gets an invitation to go to Max Shrek's. <sighs> the Maxgrade Ball. The Maxgrade Ball. The Maxgrade Ball. Masquerade ball, because you know those are popular. Every rich goes, people love masquerade balls, because then what they do is they keep their masks on and have sex. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, you I'm mean pretty sure Tim like Burton in The has... Shining? <laughs> like, like in, like in, like, like in uh, Eyes Wide Shut. It's like basically an eyes wide. It's an eyes wide shut party, but the penguin interrupts it's before they the get to party. that part. It's the Max yeah. Grade Ball and the one in The Shining. It's all the same party. And the one in Eyes Wide Shut. It's all one yeah. party. Tom Cruise is waiting it's, outside to be let in. They did not it. invite the penguin for some reason to their weird eyes wide. Because shut he's party. disgraced now. Yeah. Remember Max? Yeah, yeah he's not everybody. Yeah, he's been outed as a as a guy who doesn't like Gotham City, so they mm-hmm. no longer accept him. But Bruce Wayne decides to go because what's her face is going to be there, right? Selena. And mm-hmm. he's like, and he shows up, and he's not wearing any costume at all, and nope. neither is Selena. How interesting! Nope. Everybody else is, and then they meet, and then they say something. Okay, so when they first fought, apropos of fucking nothing, was to it break Batman, the tension. It was a Batman nervous says, moment between the two of them. We're under the mistletoe. You know, mistletoe is poisonous. Mistletoe can be deadly if you eat it. Eat it. Yeah. And she says, so can a kiss if you mean it. Get it. Yeah. Wink. Yeah. Boy, what great writing. Anyway, so that's when they say this thing to each other. And this is the only fucking part of this goddamn movie that I like. The minute that they realize that he's cat, he's Batman and she's Catwoman. Yeah. And she says, do we have to start fighting? <laughs> it's <laughs> such a great line. Does this mean we have to start fighting? Because they honestly don't know what to do. Then, oh no, because the sewers are everywhere in Gotham City, Penguin shows up in his little yep. duck thing. And he's like, I'm yeah. going to kill everybody, including Max Shrek's son. <laughs> and Max Shrek says, no, don't kill my son. Take me and said, you know, you want to take me. And he's like, okay, fine. <laughs> I like to think that do it. Tim Burton has that duck mobile still and just like rolls around wherever he lives you oh, know, like he, just, just, he, he drives it around his property like a golf cart he's like yeah, a d- yeah. dark george lucas where all this stuff is shit's fucked up and they go okay i'm gonna go to the, my my pool filled with india ink and go swimming and he's driving around in this <laughs> duck thing. and whenever and whenever he gives someone else a ride in it he always says and duck because <laughs> that's another great line from the penguin when he's when he's pointing the, the umbrella gun at, at Max and he's like duck. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Then we cut okay, down okay. and we are introduced to penguins, somehow army of penguins, which are now thousands strong. That he's equipped every single one of them with a goddamn missile launcher with little, little rockets. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. He's going to fuck up the city it. with with his army of rocket penguins. Yeah, him and his circus friends did all of this. They got penguins to stand still long enough to yeah. put rockets on. They have little mind control helmets on, I guess. Yeah. Or they're just really well trained. Or the penguins are hundred percent on board with this whole plan. Well, I think know. they. I think they're mind controlled because they have they're mind control because Batman. Well, because it's the radio frequency thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. And so he's like, ah, ha, ha, we're going to blow up everything. Ha, ha, ho, ho. And he orders the penguins to go attack and they all go swimming. And they're all going to blow up downtown um, Gotham. But Batman's got a new toy. Batman's got a bat boat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, kind of. A, it's kind of a boat, right? It's kind of a yeah, boat. Yeah, it's a ski boat. And a couple of penguins shoot at him. Uh, that's it. And then uh, Alfred is the one that actually saves everybody's lives because he's he the one interrupts that the frequency. frequency and turns them around. Yeah. And they all turn around. And now the penguin's really upset about that because he was looking forward to everyone getting shot. And they have the listless French woman giving all the updates on what's happening. <laughs> the penguins, they are turning around and coming <laughs> yeah. back. My Something favorite is wrong. The thing. <laughs> Zuka lore, what will happen to us? Maybe we shall leave. And that's what they do. 
the ones the murderous yeah. circus crown group get away scot-free yeah oh, yeah they, just, they, they well, leave. yeah they they, she, they regroup yeah so she literally just disappears into darkness like she's <laughs> she in that she's in shadows yeah she's like, she was a hallucination here. none of these people actually exist it's just the oh penguin. no 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 i am out of here <laughs> <laughs> goodbye goodbye au revoir pingy <laughs> so he shows up what is it he shows up they show up at the outside of the the Arctic, the whatever Arctic it's called. World, yeah, yeah. He um, attacks Batman and says, "You're just jealous because I'm a real freak, and you have to put on a costume." And he says, "You might be right." And then he has a so his sword umbrella. Yeah, mm-hmm. Batman's wearing armor, so at no point should this really give a shit about this sword <laughs> umbrella, but he seems to. His armor's and, like rubber, though. I know. Yeah. And then well, and, more and, bats and, come out of the Batmobile. <laughs> well, the, the penguin, the penguin has they, they fight because Batman has the remote control to set off the, well, the penguins. Right. Mm-hmm. And the penguin ends up grabbing it and he pushes the button, but the button doesn't set off the penguins, it lets the bats out. Mm-hmm. And he but falls all the, the penguins are already there, remember? So yeah. they shoot their yeah. missiles up and destroy the yeah. zoo. You know, yeah. the abandoned zoo in the middle of Gotham's hellhole. That's what it They're is. The home. fucking hell. Yeah. It's it's and so everything's blowing up, and then he falls down. Now here's the thing: he falls through a th- glass thing, mm-hmm. and they and he, then he lands in the water. Falls all the way down into the pool. Yeah, from a very great height. Should he be dead? Well, I mean, it kills maybe. him. I mean, he dies eventually. He doesn't die right away, but it kills him at some point. <laughs> Meanwhile, Catwoman I think is he there. dies of a broken heart, but that's just me. That's true. He does. He dies of a broken heart. I agree. So Catwoman shows up because Max Shrek is there. And she's like, I'm going to kill you, Max Shrek. And he's like, whatever. I'm just going to stand here and look at things. And then Batman shows up and he goes, we're the same yeah. Oh, God, this right. Well, he's trying he's worse. trying to talk he's trying to he's trying to Batman has discovered a appreciation for the sanctity of life. Sure, he's of course try- he has. He, he's trying to talk her out of killing Shrek because she right. she's like quite openly declared, I'm gonna fucking kill Max Shrek. This is I my only time. casually kill henchmen. Yeah. I don't kill yeah. villains. It's listen, killing a rich person, Selena, you don't <laughs> want to do this. This but- is actually one of my favorite parts of the movie because yeah, he's convincing her not to kill her, kill him. Mm-hmm. But yeah. then he goes forward with disclosing so much secret information that there's no other way out of it for that guy. Yeah, than like, having he, him die. He, and, he finally gets to do what he's wanted to do for the whole movie and just yeah. tell people he's Batman. Yeah, so he rips <laughs> off and his Max, mask. The whole yeah. time, Max is like, oh, yeah, I just heard that for sure. No, I definitely heard here's the best no. part. Max yeah. Shrek literally sees him rip off his mask and, and it's Bruce Wayne, and he goes, Bruce Wayne, why are you dressed like Batman? And I was like, just <laughs> fucking put a gun in your mouth. How about that? But, but then so it goes because he is Batman. Just just you so moron, he gets it. Yeah. yeah. Because he's, <laughs> he's dumb. He's that stupid. Because he's dumb. <laughs> but then Max Shrek has a gun and he shoots Batman. Uh oh, good thing it didn't actually do anything. It hit the armor part. <laughs> he didn't find little Bruce or whatever before. Yeah, he didn't hit little Bruce. He hit the part oh, where there was body armor. Yeah. But now Catwoman's gonna kill kill him and she he shoots her like three times. I think he shoots then... her four times because if you if you assume the gun had six shots, um the the penguin used one, and then Max used one on Batman, 
And then he had four shots left. So he he um, empties the gun on Catwoman, but he mm-hmm. doesn't have enough to to kill he, like, her for the ninth out, life. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, who cares? Who cares? How many? It didn't matter. He could have shit it 15 times. In this movie, it would yeah. not matter. It oh, was, I, I agree. Sh- I agree. Anyway, I'm just saying. So yeah. then she gives him a French kiss with the taser and the electrical thing. Oh, yeah, she- that part. <laughs> so, yeah. And uh, he's electrified. And I guess, but there's no body. Where'd her body go? Where'd her, I don't know where her body went. Right? She, she really is a cat with nine yeah. lives. One I mean, life left. I mean, Max Shrek looks like uh, Large Marge from the Pee Wee <laughs> Hermes movie, but because he, he's fried dirt crisp. He looks like a blackened salmon. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, uh, Penguin comes out. He's like gushing black goop out of his mouth, giving <laughs> oh, yeah. children nightmares the end for is the near. rest of their natural fucking lives. The end goes, is near. I'd like some cold ice water. He falls over. And then the penguins line up on either side of him and give him a funeral. Like, see? And boy, that was stupid. <laughs> well, again, those aren't penguins. Those but are insane people, in people dressed like penguins. Those people are people in penguin suits, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're so, like, this is the last thing we'll ever have to do in these penguin suits. So let's do <laughs> this and go home. <laughs> so then we go to where Bruce Wayne being a whiny bitch about something. What is he what is he crying about? who cares um he's not he's crying like, about no. anything he's just he's he's in the back of i guess alfred came and picked him up and they're just and he sees selena's never, what he we, thinks is selena's shadow on the wall we never got to have sex or nothing Murray. god and you, damn it and you climb up and you climb up and you see the bat signal again because i don't know commissioner gordon lost his pen and <laughs> my keys have you seen my keys batman but the person who's looking at it this time is in batman it's the psychopath. It's Cat Lady. Cat Lady promising a movie that will be made eventually, and good God, do we pay for it. Don't we, <laughs> They did make it eventually, but it was <laughs> sure different than we thought it would be. I mean, she actually did save somebody in this movie, though. I don't know if Batman actually did. Who did she yeah. save? She saved that person, that, that woman. Yeah, but then she gave the, her would-be shit rape about victim. it. Well, but she yeah, still but stopped a... her from getting yeah. raped. That's got to count for something. Yes. Maybe well, hurt she, her feelings a little bit, but she prevented a sexual assault, <laughs> but she was kind of a jerk the to her afterwards. That... So that doesn't Can you imagine count. Imagine if if Batman if Batman or Superman threw shade on people every time he saved them. <laughs> you know, Superman saved the cat, and then he should have said to the little girl, "Maybe just leave the cat inside next time." Maybe huh? if you didn't <laughs> wear such a tight, such a short skirt and a loose top, that maybe you would not get raped. Did you think about that? And it was like Batman. <laughs> of course, he wanted to rape you. Look at how you're dressed. <laughs> Straighten out your life. This is your fault. In fact, I should probably <laughs> sexually assault you now to teach you a lesson. This is all your fault. <laughs> you women want equal rights, but you don't want to pay for it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Batman's not good. He's not a good person. No. He actually kind of was like that in this movie. He did save Selena, I guess, but then just aggressively went after her for the rest <laughs> yes, of the he movie. Did. For the rest of the movie. What about personal responsibility? <laughs> You can't go around dressed like that, not have a man want you. <laughs> right wing Batman is like right wing Batman just, is just imagine Frank Miller putting all of his shitty opinions just directly <laughs> into the character's mouth. Didn't he do that? Didn't he do that? That's kind of what he year? did. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, what that. I'm the goddamn Batman the, was. Yeah, yeah. New yeah. Fifty Two was the guy. The goddamn Batman. They said, well, yeah, let's just give Batman, it to Frank yeah. Miller. Yeah, is that All Star yeah. Batman? All Star Batman. All right. Anyway, mm-hmm. the movie's 50, over. New Fifty Two wasn't that bad, buddy. <laughs> New Fifty Two wasn't right wing <laughs> Batman bad. <laughs> do you feel? No, what it was he was the Batman that hated rock and roll. Remember? 
he hated rock and roll. He hated. He was so conservative that people just like, yeah. nope, I don't like this. I don't know if I necessarily need to know any of Batman's opinions on music. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I, I don't mean, think Batman should have opinions on music. Like, I really like old fashioned. You know, I like like nineteen sixties R and B. Really, Batman. I mean, it's cool, but really? Only Danny Elfman soundtracks. That's all he listens to. <laughs> he just he of, listened. He's a huge Oingo Boingo fan. <laughs> one of the reasons why I love Lego Batman is because they take all of this and made a movie out of it. Mm-hmm. Where he's just oh, constantly, yeah. you know, he's judgmental. He wants to be a loner. He's totally yeah. into how dark he is. Oh, yeah. All right, Steve, how do you feel about yes. how this... How do you feel about it? Just tell me how you feel about the fucking movie. I know how you feel. I love this Say movie. It. I love this I know movie. You do. I love this I know movie. I am do. here's the thing. I am not going to defend it completely <laughs> as a good movie because it is not like if you judge it, at least in, in my opinion, if you judge it just on its merits as a film, it's not as good as the very, very best Batman movies. It's not as good as The Dark Knight. It's not as good as the Batman. Um, it's not as, it's not as good as the Adam West movie from 66, Mm. but I've gone through phases in my life with it. When I first saw it, when I was 12, I thought it was like the greatest thing ever. Then when I got older and I was a moody, ironic, you know, wannabe sophisticated teenager, I was like, it's not good. The Batman movies aren't good, you know? And then I got a little bit older into my Probably I was into my thirties by the time I, my perception of it shifted again and I lightened up and I realized that if you watch this movie as a comedy or as, as an action comedy and you realize that, and there are so many cues throughout the movie that tell you the people who made this movie didn't necessarily want you to take it all that seriously. There's so much in this movie that is so goofy and so over the top and is clearly there intentionally, not just as the result of like sloppiness on the parts of the filmmakers, but is clearly there on purpose, like an army of penguins with little rocket launchers, you know, like how ludicrous the penguins plot is to, you know, um, to take over the Batmobile, right? He has, a, he has a, a, a perfectly drawn, you know, chalk outline diagram of the Batmobile his his remote control is a Batman like ride that would you would see outside of a Kmart like an, a coin operated little Batmobile that, that he's made. in or that yeah, yeah and that's but that's the thing who knows where it came from <laughs> like mm-hmm. it well, doesn't matter there it's were just Bat- there, there was Batman merchandise inside of Shrek's who knows right. yeah. Yeah, detective comics yeah yeah mm-hmm. so I mean it, there are so many details that to me are signals watching it now that tell you don't take this too seriously. This is a goof. You know, it's okay to laugh at this. Um, there are so many jokes in the movie. Um, you know, there are, there are so many character interactions that seem obviously pitched more toward comedy than toward taking this seriously. Um, that I think if you, if you watch it with the idea of this is, this movie knows that it's silly it's presented as a silly movie. And if you watch it in that way, 
to me, it's a hell of a good time watching it. Like it's a really fun movie to watch. Um, yeah, Batman kills a lot of people and that's not how I would like Batman to be. If I was writing Batman, I would not have him kill people. I think the fact that Batman doesn't kill people is important to the character, but he kills a tons, a ton of people in this movie. And I got to a point with it where I was like, you know what? Fuck it. It's that's this version of Batman. That's, you know, I, I it's not my ideal. It's not how I would do it, but I think it works all right, in this kind of outlandish, outrageous context of, in, you know, in this this version of, of Batman's world. Um, I I love what a dipshit Matt Shrek, Max Shrek is. Even I, I love I love that his his supervillain plot doesn't make any sense. I love that he's the the smart, dumb guy. You know, his his not recognizing that Bruce Wayne is Batman after Bruce Wayne literally unmasks in front of him is one of my favorite moments in the movie. Um, and yeah, I just I've 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 gotten to the point with it where it's I watch it every year at Christmas. It's one of my Christmas movies that I watch every year. And so I just watched it at Christmas and I watch it again for this. So I feel like I've watched it a lot lately. Um, I probably watched a very it. depressing picture right now. Please. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it again after we're done. Oh, um, no. No, I'm not. I'm going to watch wrestling probably. But anyway, um, it's, but I mean, it's visually, it's stunning. It, you know, the, I love the, the gigantic sets. I love the set design. I love the production design. The thing that makes this movie, I think different than the 89 version is, um, between Batman and 89 and Batman returns, Tim Burton made Edward Scissorhands. And that was the movie where I think he really zeroed in on what his aesthetic was. Because if you watch Tim Burton's movies from before that, if you watch Pee-wee's Big Adventure and Beetlejuice and Batman, there's elements there that found their way into his enduring style. But he didn't really pick a tone and an aesthetic and a point of view until Edward Scissorhands. And a lot of his work, if not all of his work since then, has been that kind of look, those kinds of character designs, and that interest in characters who are outsiders or are weirdos or are misfits from society. Like a lot of people have noticed that, especially in this movie, Tim Burton is way more interested in the villains than he is in Batman. Mm -hmm. His Batman, his Batman is still a huge weirdo, but he doesn't seem as sympathetic to Batman as he seems to the penguin and the Catwoman, and especially to the penguin. I mean, he presents the penguin as a really twisted evil guy whose part of his plan is to drown children. And yet, even after we know that, and even after he attempts to do that, he still gets one of the few relatively earnest scenes in the movie, which is the burial with the penguins, which is almost the perfect scene for this movie because it's presented so earnestly and it is also at the same time, the most ridiculous thing you've ever seen. Like you, it, it's presented as like this sad, beautiful thing. Like, Oh, this poor guy, his penguins are, are burying him at sea. You know, he's dead and his penguins have come out in this procession to bury him at sea. But it's also the most ludicrous fucking thing you've ever seen because he's being buried by penguin. Like it's, it's, it's simultaneously sincere and utterly deranged. And I think that's kind of the tension that's in the movie where there are things that happen that I do think we're genuinely meant to have an emotional response to. We're generally meant to feel something real, 
but it's within the context of all of this is fucking insane. Like none of this makes any sense. None of this is remotely realistic. This is all completely bonkers. But every once in a while in that bonkers, there's a moment or two of genuine human interaction and a moment or two where you can kind of see, oh, I think the filmmaker actually does sympathize with these people, you know, at least to a point. So, I mean, I really like, I love the Danny Elfman score. I know, Jason, you said that you found it repetitive or that it mm-hmm. sounds a lot like everything Danny Elfman was doing mm-hmm. at the time. I don't think that's that's unfair. I think you're right on the money, but man, I just, I love this score. It's my, maybe other than maybe Giacchino's score for the Batman, it's maybe my favorite Batman The Batman score. is the best um, all Batmans. <laughs> well, right the Batman, yeah. To this the, point. And this and and specifically comparing the score, like the 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 score for the Batman is like almost yeah, really surprise cool. is is almost shockingly good. It's like, is this Batman music? And I love Batman music. I love soundtracks from Batman movies. I listen to the to the soundtrack from you know the Batman, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is almost too good to be a fucking Batman uh-huh. score. <laughs> um, but but Elfman's score for Batman Returns is is near that level for me. Like, I, I mean, just it's think iconic. It's some, yeah, it's some of the best you know, work that Danny Elfman ever did, I think. Um, so, yeah. And I like the fact that even though it's a sequel, it's also very much a standalone movie. Like I like that he took, whether it was because he just didn't want to do it or whatever his motivations were behind it. I like that Tim Burton said, I'm going to make this as different from the first movie as I can tonally, aesthetically, um, you know, in every possible way where, yeah, it's still the same. It's the same character. It's, it's a follow-up to the first movie. It is a sequel, but it's, very much its own thing. And I really, really appreciate that about it. So I like it. I like the movie. That's all I have to say about it. Matt, go. <laughs> all right. So uh, I actually like it too. Um, I'll I'll say that there is a lot of problematic stuff in it that I think it's going to be um, an awkward Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there there's a lot of stuff that you, I mean, I think in today's society would not be acceptable and that's the way it should be like i think there's a lot of like um i mean the penguin alone is just like i mean he's oh god yeah some of the stuff he does and says is just is just he's nasty yeah yeah and and so you know so i think there's that lens right because watching it by today's standards and stuff where we're a little bit more progressive and we're a little bit more uh looking for you know equality and stuff i think you watch this and you're like damn you know um but that that aside, uh, Batman's an interesting character because there are more stories out of all fictional characters. There are more stories stories that have been made for Batman than any other fictional character in the history in history of stories, mm-hmm. which is interesting, right? So there's a lot there, and I think that with all of them, it's building off kind of what came before. You know, it's a new author. Like the, the way that I look at DC Comics. Besides Marvel, and I'll, I could go on about this for hours, but I'll try to make it quick. But the way I look at DC characters rather than Marvel characters is that DC is kind of like they'll throw writers at it and artists to do their version of it, right? So it's like it's like musicians playing 12-bar blues, right? They're mm-hmm. like, oh, here, we're going to give Grant Morrison Batman. What's he going to do with it? And they're not too tied down to continuity. They're not too tied down to, you know, like this grand, you know, storytelling like Marvel kind of is. They're like giving people these kind of like, you know, canvases. What are you going to do with it? And I think at the time, I don't see Tim Burton making this movie as a, as a, uh, 
like uh, as a version of the comics. This isn't his. This isn't a, his filtering of the comics. I feel like uh -huh. this is his filtering of Adam West. I think this is him taking the Adam West show and being like, I'm going to take that and I'm going to take the absurdity of that and I'm going to put it through the Tim Burton fil filter. And uh -huh. we're going to get these crazy characters um, who are just insane. You know, we're going to put Batman in there who doesn't really have an opinion about much. He's just kind of. He's not I'm much of a character. Yeah. 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 I'm just a guy who's stuck in the middle. Like his whole thing is just him being shocked by the insanity that's going around him. Right. Selena Kyle's crazy. The penguin is absolutely crazy. He's like a little monster <laughs> that comes out of the, you know what I mean? Like he, those uh -huh. are the stories. Penguin is the story. You know, this poor kid who is like, you know, kind of crazy raised by penguins, you know, coming out, trying to, trying to make a, a life for himself kind of, you know, and not knowing how to do it because he's a little monster. He's like an Edward Scissorhands. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, it's absurd. It's absolutely absurd. The, the dialogue, uh, is as crazy as as all of it like people say things to each other in this movie where it doesn't really feel like they're actually talking to each other they're just saying crazy things sometimes uh -huh. you know what i mean yeah definitely. um and and it and it is what it is right but it did influence a lot and i think that it did give us so i don't know if you guys saw the flash like i'm not going to get into talk about the flash because yeah i mean the movie yeah it's yeah, yeah I we saw it. yeah, yeah. So I, I thought that I the part of the, of the Flash that I liked was the Michael Keaton Batman part of it, right? Like I liked that part, and I like when they bring him into the comics and stuff like that because he is a like a he is a Batman that is part of all of it, right? Like he is a that is a you see that costume, you see him, he is his own Batman, you know, like that is. He kills people. He he doesn't. His neck doesn't move. He has to fight a certain <laughs> way, you know. Like he, the way that he fights and stuff and acts in the Flash, they didn't change that stuff. Like he couldn't move his neck still, right? Like he, he had all the little gadgets that were really precise and weird, uh, and specific, you know. And uh -huh. he was he was that that Batman, and I think that that Batman as a character does work, um especially when he's like put into things like within the time from this movie, right? Like when he comes in the mm -hmm. comics, it works when he's in the flash, it works like he is a Batman that works, right? Despite what, how he was in this movie. Um, does that make sense? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. I see yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think that without that Batman, I don't think we would have necessarily had, you know, like the same kind of stuff happen in the comics and in the movies since. Like, I think that it is a it was such a huge cultural impact that these two Batman movies had um, more so even than I think I think more so than the movies that followed the two movies that followed. Uh -huh. I think these are they kind of remain memorable. Like all you remember from those other ones are like the bat nipples and stuff like that. Right. Like That's <laughs> like the joke everybody uses. But like this Batman has stuck. You know, like this certain Batman has stuck around and people still want to buy comics of this Batman. You know, like there is a comic series of just the 89 Batman. Yeah. And it's like that for a reason, you know, like at the time people went and saw it. And I th I mean, I don't I actually don't know what people's reaction was to it. I know people love the first one, um, but I've I've heard people reference the second one for my almost my entire life. You know, like people have always talked about this. Penguins with the rocket packs and the the duck he rides around and and, and just all the absurdity. Yeah. Where it almost 
And I guess the point I'm trying to make is it almost didn't even need to be a, a, a cohesive movie, right? Like just the visuals of this thing has stuck around for so long that it doesn't even, they didn't even need to talk in this movie. There didn't need to be a plot. There didn't need to be any of that, right? Like just the visuals Oh, and, you're hitting and, all my soft points. You know that? You're really stabbing me right in the fucking heart. <laughs> all the things Jason likes. It doesn't need any of that. <laughs> well, no, no. Yeah, I mean, I think definitely as a movie, if I were to take a part, if I was to, to look at this thing just as a movie, not care about like any of the impact it had or the, you know, the character designs or any of that stuff and just looked at the movie. Yeah, it was it was crazy, right? Like this would be a movie that I would go and see in a movie theater to Be like it was it was like uh morbius or something you know it's like so bad it's good kind of thing you know what i mean but like knowing that it's supposed to be and knowing that it's tim burton's take on the adam west batman and which i'm sure it is i'm sure that's what it is there's no way that this was like i'm reading the comics you know like especially at the time frank miller stuff all came out and you know like it was kind of like the grittier time of comics like there's no way that they took that he was reading that stuff yeah and made this movie he well made there this aren't any references to anything from directly from the comics in it except no for like really general stuff yeah yeah this was this was his retelling of this was him filtering the adam west show i don't know maybe he grew up watching it or something or had like a reverence for it but this was it had that absurdity that that show had you know what i mean And so that's how I saw it when I was watching it. That's what I was seeing. You know, it, it was it, it. It's just like you said, it it was you're not supposed to really take it seriously. Like there like there's no way that he was like, yeah, people are really going to be like, this is going to win an Oscar, you know, with it, with the, you know, you know what I mean? Like it, it was it, it was kind of like a tongue in cheek, goofy, but also very dark Batman, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's my take. Okay, All here's right. my take. Shut up, everybody. Shut up. <laughs> All right. Part of my reaction to both of these Batmans is because I'm older, I think. You guys were really young when this came out. You were 12, and now I think you were 12 as well Mhm. when Mm it came out. I was 12 when it came out, yeah. Yeah. For me, I was, I was not 12. I was in my 20s. And I had Mm. Wait, grown when did up. this come out? 92? If it was 92, 92. I was I was 9. You were nine. Yeah. Okay. And I was 23. And I had part of my part of my reaction is because I had seen what was happening to Batman because I grew up with Denny O'Neill writing Batman. And that's a much different Batman than the comics. And all I had really was the comics other than, you know, Batman 66. And so I was seeing it get darker and darker. And then the Dark Knight came out and I was getting darker and darker. And now this movie came out and he's wearing all black instead of blue and gray, which is what he was wearing in the comic books up, up until that point. Um, and the, my reaction to it was, this is all just mood. That's all this is. Batman doesn't even make an appearance until 13 minutes in. We have to get, we have to get background. Uh, well, I mean, he shows up and says nothing to nobody. He just kills a bunch of people, runs into Selena Kyle, stares at her creepily and then walks off. And I'm kind of like, where am I? If it's a comedy, how come I'm not laughing? Why am I, why don't, why don't I find this funny? And it was mainly because it was tone over everything else. It was, 
Hi, I'm Tim Burton, and I have one color in my coloring box, and that's black. And so now I'm going to make a movie. <laughs> and he just goes all over there, and he makes a movie. And don't get me wrong, visually, it is very impressive. And yes, I do agree with Matt. Yes, this has, this Batman has endured. But what has endured? Batman is nothing in this movie. He's nothing. Yeah. He doesn't say anything. He reacts to a couple of things. No wonder Keaton didn't want to play him. Why would anyone want to play Batman? It's a thankless fucking job. Nothing really happens. Batman is in the same place at the end of the movie as he was in the beginning of the movie. Some weird loner who's desperate to tell somebody that he's Batman is <laughs> all alone again. Right? He has a cat. Um, he has a cat now. No, he doesn't. He has a cat. He yeah, throws he that cat yeah. directly over a wall as soon as he's done. He's like, oh, here's Alfred. And it's just, he lets it loose in the bat cave. Hope you can catch bats. I'm you not remind me you. of my almost girlfriend. And he throws her over the wall and that's it. And so it's kind of like I, if they were making an intentional comedy, which I don't think they were. I think the, here's the thing. Did anyone want to make this movie? I know Tim Burton didn't really want to make the movie. I know the writers were getting paid, but they're not really batman writers and so they had carte blanche to make these characters into whatever they want and so they took two characters and instead of coming up with something creative they made them monsters that's it they made both of them psychotic monsters and considering that batman could be conceived of as a psychotic monsters you watched a movie that was mostly in black about a bunch of psychotic monsters fighting each other and i'm like <laughs> no fuck it Fuck it. There are so many different dimensions to Batman, and I am seeing this one, and I know a lot of people like it, and I know a lot of people dig it, but I don't. I was also going through a period of time where I was kind of getting sick and tired of Tim Burton. I was like, okay, I've seen your black crayon. Please show me something else. And thankfully, he made Ed Wood, which was good, but then he went right back to it, except that now it became brightly colored Tim Burton bullshit, and I got was getting tired of it. And I think he got tired of it too because mm. he hasn't made an original movie in a long time. Um, mm -hmm. But as, as far as I was concerned, when I watched it, I was like, "What are they doing to Batman? What are they done? The like, Commissioner Gordon is just a fucking moron, wandering around. He doesn't do anything. He's just an idiot." Turn on like, the signal. Commissioner Gordon is one of my favorite characters. Now Selena Kyle is a psychopath. She wasn't before. She never went to Arkham Asylum once, but now she's she's Looney Boo Boo. She actually thinks she's a fucking cat at this point. She's <laughs> drinking milk and licking herself clean. How come she didn't just lift her leg up and lick her asshole for a half hour? And they're like, "What are you doing? What are you doing?" <laughs> I'm a cat, and apparently uh, the penguin thinks yeah. he's a penguin. I don't know what the deal is with penguin. I honestly, I honestly don't. And I always found, I mean, the other versions of penguin are more. I mean, here's the thing: Batman '66 is one of my favorite ones, and those villains had no setup, no explanation, no yeah. nothing. The no Joker origin. in Batman '66. Whoop! He disappeared. Matt just disappeared. I think he he was frozen for a little bit. Hopefully, he comes back in. Okay, we'll wait for it. We'll wait for him. Do, okay. do, do, okay. do, do, do. We'll just cut this out, whatever. Now I can bat. There's such a crappy kid constantly punching me in the junk. He's <laughs> <laughs> so always punching me. And I'm like, stop it, man. He's like, ah, and he'd, he'd, he'd hit up a, he'd up a, he'd up a knife and, you know, when wow. I'm asleep and like, 
wake up and I'm like, no. <laughs> Even when you you broke down in tears and you begged him to stop. So you stop hurting me, man. Like, I won't. <laughs> I won't. You have any of those friggin' teenage mutant ninja turtles toys I ate? At heated knife point. You might need to send him in. Maybe his internet went out. Well, didn't how did he get it the first time? Didn't you send it to him? I sent it to him, yeah. Well, send it to the motherfucker again. Okay, I'll do it again. Jesus. God. Yelling at me. Stop it. Your fucking brother. Yeah, like I'm his boss, though. (laughs) Come back in here. It should be the same link, right? Yeah, yeah. If he still has it, he can just click it and come right back in. Maybe a new kid in. That's oh, here he is. Oh, there he is. Yay! He came back. He couldn't take my criticism of Batman Returns. He's like, no, <laughs> no, I'm getting off of this. This is wrong. Is he back? He's being mean to the movie. He's not back, you liar. Well, he, he there's a little square that says Matt Harding. That, that's not the same thing as him being here. Well, well, but he's on his way. Oh, okay. He's running down a corridor. Yeah, exactly. You know, bust in the room and they and say they call it Sputnik. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we know. Sit down. <laughs> See, We've you, got a you, man up there. That's the, reason, that's the reason why you're my best friend. That's the because <laughs> I instantly if I pick up on your right else, They never would have picked up on it. They would have been what? Yeah. Oh, he's gone again. That sucks. No, right, gonna, no, I gonna, want test pilots. <laughs> I'm going to finish my review. Okay? okay, here's the finish of my review. Ugh. When I watch it, I don't, I don't find it funny. I find it kind of gross. I feel icky. I'm not joking about wanting to take a shower. Danny, <laughs> Danny DeVito's uh, this version of the Penguin is just awful. It is just awful. It's like they heard the name Penguin and they went, okay, well, what are we going to... Well, he's obviously a mutant guy that looks like a penguin and he eats fish and he's a pervert. Okay, great. What is he in the comics? Oh, he he fences stuff? Okay, uh, he's kind of like a... He's just a regular criminal? All right. What about Catwoman? No, it's obvious that she thinks she's a cat and she does cat things. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Wait, what is that in the comic book? She's just a cat burglar? Um, nah, it's boring. Who cares? What she wants is to be a cat and suck Batman's cock. That's it. That's yeah, all she that's wants right. to do. Shut up. That's, that's what right. she wants to do. Where is my brother? This is crazy. <laughs> I need help. I want my brother back. What did you do to him? Let me let me ask you a question. Sure. While we're waiting for Matt to come back. Okay. Um, okay, so Cause like, if you don't think it's funny, that's just a pure matter of taste, right? Like mm-hmm. I can't talk, mm-hmm. I can't talk you into thinking it's funny if you don't think it's funny, yeah, but let me give you an example of a, of a scene that I think is obviously, well, let me just ask you and I'll, okay. I'll instead of uh, prejudicing it that way, the okay. scene near the, near the beginning in the prologue with penguins, parents, where we see the, so the penguin is a little baby in a cage and his little hand reaches out and pulls the cat through the bars and, and the cat it. screams and presumably he eats the cat or kills mm-hmm. it somehow. And then right. we cut to a reaction shot of his parents standing there staring at it with no reaction. And then they just drink their martinis. What reaction do you think the filmmakers want the audience to have to that? I have no idea. You don't? Because see, I think that it's meant to be funny. I think the the timing I, I think of it that and that the is, tone I, of I it is it, meant to be comedic. 
Sure. Funny. Oh, there he is. Funny. Sure. But I don't care for Matt. I don't want him on the show again. Oh, there he but is. But he's hey. funny. <laughs> he beats me up and I'm tired of it. He's my abuser and he, he abused his way onto the show. Hi, everybody. But it's funny. <laughs> anyway, I'm just wrapping up my review where I'm telling Steve that he's stupid. You're stupid. I don't know. I think it was intentionally made to be funny, but not the whole movie. And that's the problem. Is well, no, I not the whole movie. No, yeah. I feel no core to this. It was just like, we'll make this and we'll make this and everything's going to be painted black and all this, whatever. I'm like, okay, should we invest in the characters? No, let's not make sure that no one invests in the characters. How about that? Oh, okay. I mean, here's the thing. They had a potential hit with a cat, a Catwoman movie if they made the Catwoman movie right after yeah. this, right? Which for a while, it seemed like they were going to. But no, then it never yeah, happened. sure, until oh. they shit the bed and they walked away from it. They were mm-hmm. like, I don't know what we're going to do. And they walked away from it, right? Yeah. Because there was nothing there, Steve. There was well, nothing but that there. wouldn't have stopped Tim Burton. Tim Burton wouldn't have cared if there was nothing. Yeah, but Tim Burton was—it was he the one interested in making the cat? I actually—I I always—I I remember in the magazines I was reading at the time because this was before the internet. There was no internet, but um, in the magazines, magazines in those magazines, <laughs> in the ma- but the the impression I got was that it was that Tim Burton wanted to do the Catwoman movie. Now those maybe magazines have been true, telling but... me for nearly forty years that there was going to be a Micronauts movie. Do I have one? No, <laughs> so, I don't. And that's why I hate all magazines. That's right. Fuck all magazines because they lie do you have any times the magazines told me that james cameron was going to make spider-man oh i remember that i remember that that was it that was good that that was the main reason why when when they finally made spider-man with sam raimi i was like pleasantly surprised by how fucking great it was because Mm -hmm. i knew it was such a troubled development i was like man they finally made this movie this is probably going to be terrible like they 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 just finally said fuck it we're making a spider-man movie and who knows what this is right and then when i actually saw it i was like oh my god this is fucking great i was like no shit i thought this was going to be a piece of shit the reason why i like the matt the batman the matt reed batman is finally we have a batman movie about batman oh i agree or he's like in almost every shot it's told from his, his perspective He's like solving crimes and doing shit rather mm-hmm. than, hey, here's the villain of the week. And we're going to spend nearly a half hour of the movie doing their origin stories. And oh, by the way, it's just gross shit. No, oh, here's some more sexual innuendos. And, uh... Yeah, it was the first time also where we got like a Batman that really took itself seriously. Like, I, I feel like even the Nolans, because I, I went back and I watched the Nolans uh, recently, and even those had a lot of tongue in cheeks parts to it like they it took it sure. seriously but there was you know like in that last one where he's upside down and there's that henchman the sewer and Catwoman comes up to him and she says like he's right behind you and he like turns around batman's like there, upside down yeah. and just punches him in the face there's like a lot of that kind of stuff right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, but that I was also like, i feel like that was the batman movie that nolan didn't want to make oh yeah for sure but they had that so. kind of stuff yeah. in the other ones like batman would pop up and batman begins he pop up on the criminals like that you know and say mm-hmm. some yeah some little line and and, and do some you know kind of silly i mean and i think I feel the thing like... is i'm not worried about people having an alternate take on one of the villains i mean take a look at what they did to the riddler in, mm-hmm. in the map oh Reed very one. different yeah they yeah. really changed him and i didn't mind it because they took it seriously 
He was a demented psychopath. They gave him a backstory. They took him very seriously. And so did the Batman. And so if the yeah. characters are taking him seriously, I'm going to take him seriously. And I'm, and you know what? If you think about it, the Riddler is a psychotic. He is mm-hmm. someone that's... But now they've given him a reason to exist, right? Yeah. Given well, him, and... I was like, and, and 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 they tied him into Batman, which is right. something that, that a lot of Batman, Batman that a lot of Batman movies, you know, including Batman Returns, even though I'm giving it a positive review. I mean, this is it's definitely the case that like it's a story that just kind of happens and Batman is involved. And yeah. what they have finally started to figure out with Batman and with other superhero characters as well is mm-hmm. there needs to be even if it's a, there needs to be a a thematic connection if not an outright personal connection between the hero and the bad guy. Like the Riddler is not just some random guy who is doing shit and Batman's well, trying to decides, stop. Uh, yeah. yeah. The Riddler sees himself and Batman as doing the same thing. And the movie kind of lets you ponder that question of is what Batman is doing all that different than what the Riddler is doing. And mm-hmm. when Batman, that's one of my favorite scenes in that movie where Batman has this really violent reaction when the Riddler says, we're the same, we're doing the same thing. We're on the mm-hmm. same side. And Batman like really doesn't like that. To the point to which the, the point. Riddler thinks that he is helping him, that yeah. they're on the same, yeah. they're doing the same things. And, and I and I think bat the way Batman reacts to that is played as maybe that hit a little too close to home. Mm-hmm. You know, Batman really goes overboard, just not nobody like you. You shut your fucking mouth, you know. And, it's <laughs> like, and he starts crying. <laughs> because the movie is smart enough to be like, oh, you know, maybe there's something to this. And then, you know, mm-hmm. at the the movie when Batman kind of, you know, reaches the culmination of his arc and says, I have to do more than just be Batman. I have to be a symbol of hope for people. Mm. I can't beat up bad guys and expect everything to get better. You know, it's part of that arc. But um, I wanted to touch on something else that Matt said in his review, though, because it reminded me of something that I like about the Burton Batman films, even though I mean, I'm I'm more of a fan of Batman Returns than I am of the first one. I still have. Mm-hmm problems with the first one that i've had sure. ever since i saw it as an adult for the first time mm-hmm. um but one of the things i really appreciate about them and also that i appreciate about the matt reeves batman as well is like i feel like we've gone back and forth with this we've gone through different cycles with this when i was a kid and they would do bat and they would do superhero movies it was always very much like, well, this is this director's version of this, or this is this movie studio's version of this. And you didn't see a lot of stuff that was actually taken directly from the comics. Sure. You know? um, and then with the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies, and then from there, the MCU, you went completely in the opposite direction, where suddenly the comic, the, the superhero movies were just full of nothing but references to the comics. Where it was like, you know, this shot was obviously meant to, you know, evoke this famous panel from, you know, 1968 or whatever. And, right, Zack and, Snyder. And, and at first, and, and at He's first. He's really guilty that, of that. He's oh, my really God. Well, but but at first, when that first started happening, that was really cool because it, we had never gotten that before. When when in Spider-Man 2, when Raimi has the shot that is like, you know, obviously. The cover uh, you know, of, a, bat, of him the, quitting, the, yeah. of Spider-Man No More, yeah, and mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I've never, they've like comic book movies haven't done this kind of thing before, you know, and then they started doing so much of that that I actually got sick of that, <laughs> and now I've come back around to, oh, I wish there were more comic book movies that were made by directors who obviously are not comic book nerds. 
you know, who who are interested in it for the same reason that like Nicholas Meyer was interested in Star Trek. He wasn't a Trekkie. He didn't give a shit about Star Trek. He was interested in the story and the characters. And I feel like that's kind of what Matt Reeves is doing with his version. You know, he's not trying to bring literally a Batman comic to life. Now, the way he does it does have a lot in common with the comics. And like we talked about earlier, um, he does do things in his movie that are like the comics that other directors have not done before, like having Batman visit crime scenes and costume and stuff like that. But his his movie, is, there's there aren't like in your face references to specific moments from the comic. There aren't images that are clearly a riff on a famous Batman image from a comic. There aren't story plot twists or whatever that are clearly lifted from a specific Batman comic. And I kind of hope that things go back in that direction a little bit, because as much as I love comics and as much as a comic nerd, I am and as cool as I thought it was at first that we were getting stuff in movies. It was like, Oh, it's just like the Steve Ditko Spider-Man. It's just like that panel. It's just like that famous, you know, uh, sequence where he's lifting the the heavy rubble you know off of him so that i that you know iconic spider-man issue where he has to he's buried under the building and it's like a silent you know several pages where he has to lift everything up i mean that's you know that's genius but like we get so many so so much of oh we've read the comics we've read the comics you know it's like the filmmaker saying don't worry we read the comics and i'm at a point now where i'm like look i don't give a fuck if you've ever read a comic just make a good movie you know, and and I hope hopefully we're moving back in that direction, you know, because even even though I there are all kinds of problems I have with the Tim Burton Batman movies. One thing I really appreciate about them is, like Matt said, it is it is Tim Burton's take on Batman and it doesn't feel beholden to the comics. You know, I fully believe sure. Tim Burton probably never read a comic unless somebody put it in front of his face, like for research or something for a specific thing in the movie. And I don't think that's a fault of it. You know, mm. I think there's all kinds of things you can criticize about them, but the fact that they aren't more closely reminiscent of the comics to me is, if anything, mm. it's a strength, not a weakness. So. Sure. Okay, so I don't recommend. You guys recommend fine. Yes. Fine. You guys are entitled to your own opinion. I don't care. I was like, okay, I just don't like it. I just don't like it. I don't care. You know, well, you have valid points. I mean, like all the things yeah. you're saying about, sure. about it are valid. It's just not to my taste. It's just not, it doesn't give me enough meat with my potatoes. Visually, I can't, you know, it looks great, but the, I, I find the characters very limp and I don't, you know. For, for me, I actually kind of like other, like, I like other people's take of Tim Burton's Batman more than I liked his own. Right. Um, Does that make sense? Yeah. It does. Like, yeah. I, liked, I liked the Tim Burton Batman in the Flash movie, like the Flash movie altogether. Is a trade yeah. yeah, yeah, but I liked I liked him <laughs> yes. in it. Like I liked Tim Burton in it, or not Tim Burton. Sorry, I liked uh, Michael Keaton. Keaton in it. Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, and and you know when he shows up in the comics, he's fun. You know, it's it, it's that it's that Batman, um, who's very different than you know normal Batman. You know, mm -hmm. yeah, I've, I'm of the opinion that Tim Burton shouldn't have made the Batman. What Tim Burton should have made was the Crow. <laughs> that would have yeah, yeah. been like. Well, yeah. There you go, the crow, and it would have been, you know, oh, a skinny sunken eyed guy. That's perfect. I'll make that. I bet. How pissed do you think Tim Burton was when he saw it and he realized he didn't make it? <laughs> like, God, God damn it. it. All of it takes place at night. And there's a little girl and a skinny guy and all this other. <laughs> oh, no. And everyone's wearing black. Oh. It should have been me. Damn you, Alex Proyas. Damn you to hell. Yeah, but then we would have had, uh, we would have had him playing, playing the crow. It would have been. <laughs> Uh, what's his name playing the crow? It's like, no, that oh, don't work. 
fucking Johnny Depp because he played mm-hmm. every. Uh, yeah. Johnny Depp would be the bro. And, and then who knows how many women he would have beaten on the set. <laughs> um, just the one because and he's I, a woman beater. Uh-huh. Him and sure him and John him and Jonathan Majors can hang out and have something to talk about now over drinks. Sure. Oh, you, you, oh, you you're a woman beater too, heartbreak. huh? Yeah, me too. Who's gonna be the new? Who's gonna be the new one? Um, Crying. I don't know. I can, well, I heard something. I read something online yesterday. Who knows how reliable it is? You know, because like if if you can't trust the magazines, you definitely can't trust the internet. But um, that apparently Marvel they they do actually want to try to pivot more toward Doctor Doom. Hopefully, um, good luck like, with that. As, how are they going to do that without a Fantastic Four setup? Well, they're doing the fan. Did you see the casting announcement? No. Who's in for Fantastic Four? Yeah, Who's they in came this? out last week. Uh, Pedro Pascal as Reed. What? Okay. All right. All right. Pedro all right. Pascal is Reed. All right. Fine. <laughs> um, oh, and who was it? Who did they, who uh, ca- who did they cast as Sue? Kid, uh, Johnny is the kid who played uh, Eddie in um, Stranger Things. That's his name, right? Eddie? In the last season? Know. Yes, that's right. Yes. Oh, the punk, the, the hair metal The metal guy. guy. Yeah. The okay. metal guy. Yeah. All right. Uh, have you seen Chef? Oh no, the bear. Sorry, not 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 chef. The bear. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, Eben Moss backrack. He's going to be Ben. Yeah, and Vanessa Ooh. Kirby is going to be uh, Sue. Who? He's really good yeah, in the bear. Matter. Okay, I, I could see it. I could see him playing. Yeah, and apparently it's going to be. Okay. And 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 apparently it's going to be a period piece. Like it's going to be set in the sixties. Oh, that would be awesome. So mm-hmm. yeah, that'd be awesome. Which they should have done all along. Yeah, I agree. Henry Cavill's going to be uh, Doctor Doom because he just got hired. I've heard something. I've heard that. Yeah, that they wanted Henry Cavill as Doctor Doom. That's well, interesting. Well, That's good for him getting to getting a chance to be in a good comic franchise. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully this fan. Hopefully, finally they'll do a good Fantastic Four movie, and this will be a good. Uh, one. But, yeah. So it doesn't cry when they when the new Superman comes out. Whoever they cast for that. That, that, um, so I actually yeah. think that's going to be good. Uh, the guy they cast for Superman in the new one is is uh, he at least he's a good actor and he very much looks the part. So they have some of the best casting. Um, yeah, Metamorpho is going to be in it, and it's the guy Metamorpho is going to be in it. Jesus yeah. Christ! Yeah, and it. Have you seen um, uh, Barry? Have you watched Barry? Yes. Yes. Oh, I, I yeah. It's Noho Hank. It's Noho <laughs> Hank is Metamorpho. Yeah. Well, it is. You know what? It is James Gunn, and he's not shying away from their dippier, yeah. their dippier mm-hmm. heroes. Yeah. And Metamorpho yeah. is a yeah. dippy looking comic. Oh, that is a that is yeah. inspired casting, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, um, of course, Nathan Fillion's in it, and he's playing Guy Gardner. He's Guy mm-hmm. Gardner. Uh, Nicholas Holt as Lex. Okay, I'm trying to remember uh, Rachel- who Nicholas Holt is. He was a young beast in the in the more recent. Oh, okay, X-Men. all right. He's like Luther. Yeah. Fine, that works. And mm-hmm. uh, Rachel Brosnahan as Lois, which to me is like all time inspired casting. Like if you ever mm-hmm. watched Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and then you heard she was playing Lois Lane, you're like, oh fuck, that's perfect. Yeah, that's like, okay, that works. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who is Superman? Yeah. Oh fuck, guy. I, can't, I can't think of his name now. You just, but he's he's good. I saw him. Um, they just went around looking at farms, and they're like, it's hey, not that- it's not Channing Tatum. It's not no, Channing Tatum. Da- David Corinsweat. David Corinsweat is his name. Oh, yes. The famous and... corn. Corinsweat? Is that what you said? Corinsweat? I don't know. Corin. Corinsweat. Oh, okay. Corinsweat. Remember, remember, he was in, uh, I watched a movie last year, Jason, called uh, Pearl. 
that I watched specifically oh. because I saw he was in it, and he just has a supporting role in it. And that movie, it's a good movie, and he's really good in it, like a completely non-Superman oh, type part. But it's that guy, the movie theater guy, the, the movie theater guy the movie theater. from Pearl, yeah, yeah. So I mean, he's a good actor, and it looks from the cast photo that they shared after on James Gunn tweeted like a cast photo of mm-hmm. just them in like the parking lot after a table read. And it who's looks the, like he's bulked up Jimmy quite Olsen? a bit already. So who's going to be? Oh, Jim. Yeah. Go ahead, Jason. Who's the villain? I don't know. Please I tell guess me it's Lex. not Lex Luthor. I don't know. Maybe Lex. I don't know. I haven't, I don't know what the story is going to be. Um, but uh, yeah, Jimmy Olsen is the grandson from uh, the oh. fabulous, uh, the fab, uh, the fabulous gemstones. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. the guy from uh, that, that's perfect. Um, yeah, the 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 zombie TV show that lasted only a couple of yes, yes, yeah. He's good. He he he. Yeah, he he would probably be a good Jimmy. I mean, damn, yeah. he is Jimmy Olsen. Yeah, he looks the part. <laughs> yeah. Okay, he, you guys have you guys have not recommends to do. Oh, okay. Should I go first? Go for it. Um, I'm not recommending Batman Forever. <laughs> So here's the thing here. Uh, here's my second controversial opinion of the show. So um, I, I know it's somewhat controversial that I say it's better to appreciate Batman Returns as a comedy and mm-hmm. maybe and maybe to some people to even say the Batman Returns is is, is a, a good movie. Um, I realized a couple years ago when I did a rewatch of this Batman series of the, you know, the, the Burton Schumacher Batman series um, that contrary to my long held opinion, I actually thought that Batman forever was worse than Batman and Robin. Uh, This was somewhat of a surprise to me because I have carried the opinion for many, many years that Batman and Robin was not only the worst Batman movie, but the worst superhero movie and one of the worst movies period ever made. So imagine my spawn, but that's okay. Spawn (laughs) is fucking terrible. I agree. Spawn (laughs) is fucking terrible. But so imagine my surprise when I rewatched Batman Forever and Batman and Robin, you know, a couple years ago and didn't really enjoy Batman and Robin anymore, but found Batman Forever to be even worse. Um, there are so many bad jokes that don't land. Like it tries so hard to be funny. Like it tries so hard to be funny. And it's just, mm-hmm. there's not a laugh in the entire thing. And at least Batman and Robin, I can laugh at Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like, even though I know I'm not, it, some of some of those are jokes and some of those are just, boy, they just, this is so miscalculated. Um, but so like Batman and Robin is more fun to watch and laugh at. Batman Forever, I didn't even really get that out of it. It was just like, this is just, you know, there's just no life into any of this. And like, there's so many good people involved. Like Val Kilmer is legitimately a great actor, but just has nothing to work with here. You know, J- Jim Carrey, they just turned loose and said, make it funny, Jim. Uh-huh. And he tries, he puts a lot of effort into it. He's really trying to Jim Carrey all over the place. And it just doesn't <laughs> land for me. It just doesn't work. Um, and poor with Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones, mm-hmm. who in a in a better movie at that age of when when this movie was made, like he could have been a great Two Face. He was physically in the ballpark. He's a great actor. Like if he had had a if he had been cast in a, a better movie to play Two Face, he could have been fucking fantastic. But he it's like he was directed to just do the Joker. You know, mm-hmm. it was like Schumacher said, "Did you see Batman in 1989? You remember the Joker? Just do that." And Tommy Lee Jones said, okay, I'm getting paid a fuck ton of money. I guess I'll just do that. And that's what he does. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I know it's 
the the more popular opinion is to say Batman and Robin is the worst one. And I still think Batman and Robin is terrible, but to me, Batman Forever is even worse. So, um, and also, you know, fuck the parents who complained about Batman Returns because it's their fault. Fuck them. <laughs> fuck them. Fuck still the fact made that enough you're money to make another Batman. Yes, it, actually, and you know what? It, Batman Forever made more money than Batman Returns did. Yes, it did. So, so you know, financially, it was a justified move because you know mm -hmm. it made more money. But I still say fuck those parents. But anyway, uh, <laughs> but anyway, that's my not recommendation. One of those Batman. parents happens to be my stepmom, by the way, because I <laughs> well, remember hearing her complain about Batman Returns. Well, then you tell her that I don't appreciate that I had to watch an even worse <laughs> Batman movie after Batman Returns because of people like her. Whatever. Well, that's the whole reason I had not seen that movie. Mm hmm. Yeah. 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 When I was so kid, anyway, that's like that that's one. my not recommend. So. Okay. My, Matt, do you have a not recommend? Yeah, mine's a common not recommend. Um, I'm going to go with Suicide Squad. It has to be Batman related. Ooh, the first yeah. one? The first Suicide Squad? Not the, the excellent the, second the, one? Yeah, not the yeah. excellent second one, but the first the, one. The, the David Ayer one, yeah. Because mm -hmm. I'm not a fan of uh, that era of superhero storytelling. You mean oh. the Zack Snyder era of DC movies? Yeah. Mm -hmm. The joyless fascism era. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm very much looking forward to James Gunn's uh, uh, DC Comics. Yeah. Universe. If you want to know what it's like, I'm just hopeful. take a look at take a look at Peacemaker. Right. Oh, yeah. It's not so shying, good. not shying away from the stupider, more dippy part. Because let's face facts, DC has been dippy. There's been a lot of dippy shit with DC. And yeah. James Gunn is like, I love the dippy shit. Yeah. And I know one. how to do it and make it good. I know how mm -hmm. to, mm -hmm. to do it in a smart way and have it still be dippy, but also be legitimately good. Well, I mean, yeah. he, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say he, so I think that we're in an age, like, I think that the Marvel movies shine is starting to wear off for sure. Like mm -hmm. it has worn off. And I, and I think that we're in an age kind of like we're in the cycle of storytelling where indie stuff is going to start becoming popular again. And yeah. I feel like James Gunn is real good at adding like an indie edge to like any movie he does. Like you feel like you're watching, you know, like a you, you feel like you're watching like a, you know, a Tarantino movie. You know, that's that level yeah. of uniqueness, you know, mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and I feel like he's definitely going to add that to like Superman and add that like he did with Suicide Squad, like he did with um with Peacemaker. And I, I think it's kind of it's going to be right time, right place for DC finally. Like I, I feel like yeah. that. Um, but we'll see. As Marvel steps down, maybe DC will step up. Yeah, yeah. People are ready for something new and something different, and yeah. I think James Gunn can give them that, so long as they what, give him the freedom yeah. to do it. The thing yeah. that that Gunn is yeah, like James Gunn superhero movies feel like they were made by one person instead of like a committee of fifty people. You mm -hmm. know, like like his Guardians of the Galaxy movies, which are still I think my favorite my favorite They're series good. within the MCU. Um, like. Yeah, it feels like, oh, this was one person's take on this material. This wasn't focus grouped. This wasn't like handed to him, you know, with a pre-existing concept. Like it was like somebody said, hey, James Gunn, you want to make some MCU movies? And he said, can I do Guardians of the Galaxy? And they said, sure. And that's where it came from. And it feels like it's out of his brain, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and so does Peacemaker and so does his Suicide Squad. So, yeah, hopefully his Superman is the same way. It, it will be, I think. Uh, I mean, just just from knowing kind of like how things are at Warner Brothers at the moment, I think I think they probably will give him 
we'll give him the chance to kind of do what he wants with it. Yeah. Mm. I hope so. Yay. So my recommend is Unforgiven. There you go. Same year. Yeah. 92. I know it's not, I know it's yeah. not fair, but it came out the same year as Batman Returns. I selected one of the greatest movies ever made to, that be, is my, a good one. to be my recommend, uh, and that's what I'm recommending. Unforgiven. Outside every single fucking movie that came out that year. And what a slap in my face after I recommend or after I give Batman Returns a good review in opposition to you, you come back mm-hmm. at me with like legitimately one of my favorite movies ever. That's mm-hmm. unforgiven. The best movies ever made, one of the yeah. greatest movies ever made. Fantastic. It is movie. fantastic movie. We did a whole show on it already. Yeah. And I was looking through the list and I said, what will really stab at Steve's heart? And that's what I decided. Because <laughs> I don't think I was going to find another superhero movie, especially one that was good in 1992. Oh, no. Slim Pickens. Yeah. So, no, nothing. I'm a big so, fan of like the old man redemption stories. And that one, I think, kind of yeah. started all that. You know what I mean? Like, I did, but one. he's not redeemed. He's not. He's in a. Right. Arguably, he's in a worse place at the end. Yeah. Than he was. <laughs> yeah. Um. Because he, you know, he gave in to his more violent. He falls from grace, self, kind of. Yeah, he falls yeah. from grace. Yeah. But I, I agree. I, it's one of those, one of the best movies. I can watch it over and over again on a loop. Oh yeah. And I'd still have a good time. So Unforgiven. Hey Steve, now it's time for you to make a terrible choice. And guess what? All of our fans <laughs> went, "Hey, what happened to the romantic comedy in February?" And I said, "Fuck all y'all! I'm not doing another romantic comedy. I hate that genre." But I think I found. Three romantic comedies that even oh though you pick one, we might actually like them. Oh, well, this will be interesting. Okay, so now Steve has to choose between A, B, or C, and that's going to be the next movie we're going to review. Steve, please, mm-hmm. please stop doing that with your temples. You're not, <laughs> you're, you're not, Dr. I'm thinking Strange. really not hard. Karnak the to Magnificent. Me, I'm, I was doing Karnak. <laughs> to me, it was, it to me, my <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I can't read Magneto's mind. He must have a fucking helmet on. Hey, check it out. There it is. Holy shit. (laughs) By the way, I just want to say it's awesome that that you you were invited on, Matt, to talk about your Batman comic and the whole time you've been dressed in X-Men gear. I know. Or an X-Men sweater. You've got fucking Magneto's helmet behind you. Mm. I love it. Um, Okay. Maybe you're saying, come on. I I pick C. Okay. So had you picked A... We would have had to suck it up and review Annie Hall. Okay. It wouldn't be as much as we don't want to do a Woody Allen film. Woody Allen we is, We can't yeah. ignore Annie Hall. All of Woody um, Allen's great movies have been ruined by the fact that Woody right. Allen is such a piece of shit. Hey, at least we're not doing Manhattan. Anyway, yeah. so had you picked B, you would have picked one of my favorite movies, and probably the only romantic comedy that I actually like, Harold and Maude. Oh, great movie. But you didn't pick B. So the movie that we're going to do is technically a romantic comedy, but it's also a fantasy film, and I know how much you love fantasy movies. Oh, boy. The movie we're going to review next, I know this is a movie you like, so don't stop. Okay. I can't wait. The movie they're going to review next, so you guys can get all the jokes, watch before our next show, is The Princess Bride. Oh, Oh, hell yeah. Okay. I knew you were going to say that. Did you? Yeah, I don't know what it was. I was like, he's going to say Princess Bride. <laughs> oh, we've known each other long enough. We've known each other long enough to know that. So anyway, if you guys want to get fantastic. all the jokes, see the Princess Bride before the next show. And that's it. We're all done. Matt, tell everybody when they can get the comic, how they can get the comic, who, where they have to go. What's what, so, It's the Brave and the Bold, number 10. Number 10. And by the time you're watching this, it'll yeah. be out. 
Yeah. It comes out uh, February 27th, mm-hmm. um, which is a Tuesday because uh, DC comes out on Tuesdays now mm-hmm. instead of Wednesdays. Um, yep. You can get it anywhere. I mean, you can get it, well, any comic store or any. I'm going to walk into McDonald's it. and demand, where's yeah. my brother's <laughs> comic book? Where's the Brave of the Bold comics? Yeah. You can't walk into a church and find it, but I mean, like oh. you, you could, yeah, yeah. You, I mean, you get online, you can get on Comixology, you can get on whatever, any kind of Amazon, anything, Amazon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Steve's going to pirate like, the whole thing and put it on his YouTube channel. So you can watch it there. <laughs> yeah. You can watch it there. You're going to read it out that. loud and show I mean, everybody the pages. You don't have to buy this, by the way, I'm showing it to you for free. <laughs> people do do that. Uh, yeah. So I guess you could do that if you want to, but. Uh, the name and the issue number yeah in the i'm gonna put it there okay so i expect everyone to go and buy it and support my bro yeah 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 thank you anyway that's it thanks everybody for listening in once again for late seating this is jason harding and go see a movie this week and this is steve shives remember everybody the sexes are equal with their erogenous zones blown sky high (laughs) why that one why that is well, literally be- my most hated line in this entire movie. It was be- it was between that and one can never have too much power. If my life has a meaning, that's the meaning. Uh, for me, uh, I'm Matt Harding, and I want to remind you to to eat floor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, honey, the doctor says I'm not getting enough floor in my diet. <laughs> Batman shows up, eat floor. <laughs> Oh no, <laughs> Batman! I think you barely touched your floor. Wait, Scott, like Batman. What are these reports of you running around making people eat floor? It, it, I think after he like face palms her into hand, like just palms her into the ground. He says high fiver. Yeah, yeah. Because it's you have more regular bowel movements that way. <laughs> yeah. like you have freak. a high fiber diet. Yeah. <laughs> If you're not attracted to me, just say so. You don't have to punch me into the floor, you freak. A heaping teaspoon of Metamucil a day if you don't want to eat the floor. I'm just saying fiber is important. Here's a chaser with my fist. Punch. (laughs) How does your teeth taste? Please stop it. How does your teeth taste? More calcium. Your teeth broke too easily. Now stand right there behind the Batmobile while I go turn it on. (laughs) Just stay right there. That big cone thing in the back stand right in front of that. Mm Mm-hmm. If it well, kept he had up, that he, thing that yeah. turned it, right? Didn't he turn it? Yeah, he had weird... the impossible yeah. thing in the middle of the car. Yeah, that, that turned that it on the spins it around. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna because he, he thought he said, I'm gonna set that motherfucker on fire. Hang on a second. Yeah. Wait, I gotta <laughs> turn the car around. Wait, I got a button there. for that. <laughs> got a button because this car is practically is very unless it moves in a straight line, it it ain't moving. It <laughs> yeah. has to be in a straight line. He has it's a button like he on his dashboard that's a, a little a little cartoon of a guy on fire, and that's the button he pushes. <laughs> To make that whole process happen. It is almost like Batman read the script and was like, I need to install this stuff into this car. <laughs> These are the things I'm going to need. I'm going to need to make some modifications to the Batmobile if I'm going to do Maybe this Maybe you shit. should put something in there so that people can't break into it. Shut up. I'm going to get that. <laughs> Maybe you should make it so people can't break into it so easily. Circus would... freaks with a homemade remote control yeah. can't just, just get like into press it. Just press at it and like, oh, we turned off all the shields on it. Perfect. How? I don't know. They, he pushed the button. You watched him do it. You know how he did it. He pushed the button on a thing. It's because Batman got lazy and he installed an electric garage door opener. On exactly. To, <laughs> to, to put the shields around his car. Alfred was like, should we change the combination to the Batmobile's? Uh, shut up. Shut up. Like, you're, not, 
You're not my father. Oh, dear. Do you want to be Batman? No, Alfred, come here. You said it. Do you want to be Batman? Do Please you want to be Batman, Alfred? Please be Batman. <laughs> Do you seriously want to be? Because you can be. I want a life. I want a wife and family. Please. I, I don't want to be Batman anymore. <laughs> then Alfred goes out and just takes it all out on poor little newsboys. Poor little newsboys all over the city. <laughs> oh, you think you're you think you're smart because you knew there was a penguin in the sewers, do you? Mm-hmm. I'm going to bed at night in a warm blanket with a full belly. What are you doing? Nothing. That's right. You starve, urchin. Let's see how many papers you sell while you're on fire, young man. <laughs> Boosh. Wait, so Batman's not just setting random people on fire? He's, he's just, <laughs> he's just setting people he's, on fire. Just anybody whatever. he doesn't like. Anybody he doesn't like. Speaking of which, isn't that an inherent risk of the Batmobile? That fire is spewing out of the back of it. I all mean, the time? fire is spewing out of the back of it all the time. If a bunch yeah. of kids ran up and said, Bye, Batman, and he takes off their all the <laughs> And he fire hits the gas and they... It's not my fault. I've been around long enough. People should know better. <laughs> They should know that's how my car works. Why don't you put a sticker on the back of your car that says do not approach from the rear? The sled. I tried one, but it was black on black and that would, didn't, no one could read it. That, that would ruin the design. He, he break he, up the aesthetic. One time it doesn't catch on fire and that's when he's slowly trolling the streets mm-hmm, and he right. pulls up it, to stare at Penguin through the window. That really weird scene. Yeah. yeah. Like, Look at him in there. Look at him. Researching at him. his genealogy been, like a yeah. freak. I bet he has no pants on. A filthy freak. Why can't he be normal and dress like a bat and drive slowly around Gotham City? But you know that that scene does. Meanwhile, prove there's he, an old lady he, being beaten to death by a bunch of muggers, and he's just staring up at the window. <laughs> Fucking penguin doing his research. <laughs> Why does it hurt so much to turn my head in this kind? I don't. Ow, golly. Yeah, like I someone can't... someone knocks on Batman's window to tell him something. And he's got to go. Like, hang on. What? What is it? <laughs> Can't even do that. What you just did was too much for him. <laughs> yes, he he deploys a mirror. He pushes a button, mm-hmm. and like a mirror comes down. A bat mirror comes in. Yeah, what is it? License and the registration, please. <laughs> what? He just went through the Bob's stop sign at, sev- at seventy-eight <laughs> miles an hour. <laughs> what? But I'm Batman. Prove it. Let's see your ID, that's, please. That, that's one of my favorite moments from Lois and Clark when the, the the they do that two or three episode story arc where Lois is like has been put in a sanitarium for some reason. I can't remember specifically, but um, and Superman flies in to visit her like while she's outside, and so Superman and Lois are just there having a chat, and then her doctor comes up and says, "Oh, Superman, uh, do you have like a visitor's badge?" And he goes. No. And the doctor says, well, you're supposed to have, you're, you know, you're supposed to check in at the front desk and get a visitor's badge if you come to see one of the patients. And Superman just goes, but I'm Superman. <laughs> just check your privilege at the door along with your cape, asshole. <laughs> Sign in like everybody else. Sign in, Superman. Fucking prick. <laughs> but I'm Superman. Yes, but you still need reservations for the restaurant. <laughs> he just shows up at a restaurant. Yeah, table for two, please. I'm sorry, sir. We're fully booked, sir. Tonight, but yes. I'm Superman. Just bump that old couple with celebrating their anniversary. They don't matter. Oh, give me the Superman table. I presume you <laughs> have one. Give me the Superman <laughs> table. Great. Another night of him bending our cutlery by accident. Oh, it's not my fault. I need to press so hard to cut your fucking stinks. It's not my time. fault. Last time he was here, he heated up his Vichy swaths with his laser eyes. <laughs> Speaking of great 
lines in the in the movie in batman oh, the cold soup when, when he when he spits out the soup oh. he goes it's cold and he says it's vichyswasa it's supposed to be cold and then he eats it from that on with no no problem because it's he's like now, never now, had it before now that he knows it's supposed to be that way it's well, good when he, he thought it was supposed it. to be different he spat it out it's like what the fuck he's is this? also <laughs> never had it before he yeah. has one servant that has made he's never made vichyswasa before he's tra- alfred the one night alfred decides to stretch his he's like hey, stretch hey, himself a little bit <laughs> he'll notice me now <laughs> Make sure you eat the entire bowl, sir. <laughs> Only a little bit of poison at a time. <laughs> if I give him hot soup, it would cook off. No, 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 no. And it's not real poison. It's like he gets the trots. He's like he has diarrhea yeah. for the entire night. But as Batman, so it really in that fucks rubber suit, it's just pooling up around his feet. It's like, oh god. <laughs> Did anyone else notice that Batman smells like shit? <laughs> he smells like Donald Trump. <laughs> Batman smells like Donald Trump, you guys. Oh, you He's mean like, like shit? Like literally like shit? Yeah, yeah. like cologne and shit. It's like a rotten smell. <laughs> it's like cologne and shit. <laughs> Batman walks into Shrek's department store in full costume and says, do you have any like cologne or something that can cover He's, up the smell of shit? He's wearing a rubber suit. He's probably got... 10 gallons of sweat pulled around his feet. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why he has so many of those costumes in that vault. He's got like 20 identical Batman costumes because he's like, these don't last very long, seriously. Mm-hmm. Why are you cycling? Oh, you know, I shit in that one. I shit in that one. No, I can't wear that <laughs> I one. That I, don't one. Even, I don't even know why I brought that one back. That should, I shouldn't even have hung that one up. That's... Shit, piss, sweat, shit, <laughs> shit, shit, piss. Oh, golly. Alfred, oh, I need another 50 Batman suits. A hobo spuked down my neck hole. And then that's okay, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> it's just him turning in a circle when he gets back to the back game and like a chemical shower. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. I never, I didn't think about this part when I decided to be Batman. <laughs> He's got a Howard Hughes kind of syndrome about germs. <laughs> Keeping Gotham safe from crime for another night. Anyway, <laughs> please get the Kleenex boxes for my feet, Alfred. <laughs> and I need I need to pee. Bring me a jar. <laughs> All right, that's it. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye. I don't know why I'm waving. That part is for the they can't. Yeah, the the, the, people. Yeah. Yeah. the people listening to the real show can't see us. Only the people who paid. Late Seating is a Let Me Listen podcast production featuring Steve Shives and Jason Harding. Produced by Jason Harding. Theme music, Rollin' at Five, composed and performed by Kevin McLeod. You can find more Let Me Listen podcast productions at our website at www.letmelistenpodcast.com. You can also find us on Stitcher, iTunes, or just about anywhere you download podcasts. Late Seating is a listener-supported podcast. If you would like to support Late Seating or any of the other Lemmy Listen productions for as little as $1 a month, please visit our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash Listen. And thanks for listening.